0: a fever and the only prescription
1: is smoking. over the line this i'm sorry, Smokey, you're over the line this is the cigar authority is it true that if you don't use it you lose it the authority is that
2: a
3: serious question on
1: everything cigar no it wasn't yeah it's like i picked the wrong week to quit smoking and out of the cigar industry sounds pretty awesome with your host you have to use so many cuss words david garofalo whenever i'm about to do something i think would an idiot do that and if they would, I do not do that thing. Mr. Jonathan. Check out the name tag. You're in my world now, Grandma. Very stunned. I have a scotch on the rocks. any scotch will do, as long as it's not a blend, of course. i uh, single malt. Glenlivet, Glenfiddich perhaps, maybe a Glen any Glen. And Chuck. Morrison. Whoa, this is heavy. There's that word again. Heavy. Why
4: are things so
1: heavy in the future? Is there a problem with the Earth's gravitational pull? It's time to light them up. Cool. 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 It's time. Sounds up. really fun. For the Cigar Authority. I
5: gotta have more cowbells. Light them up. Light them up. Light them up, everybody. Saturday, April 29th, 2017. Broadcasting live from the La Flor Dominicana Cigar Studios. Today, we go dark and reveal the ugly truth about Maduro Cigars. We're going to pull back the curtain and tell you the process is good and bad as we go black, and we might not go back. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority.
4: And Barry just lost a bet. And you're listening to The Cigar (laughs) Authority, the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on Podbean, YouTube, YouTube, iTunes, or Google Play, where you can set it and forget it. And for the
0: record, if I was a betting man, I would have won the bet.
5: He said,
4: Oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha.
5: It's, gotcha. it's on, written
4: on Barry the paper. Will he a say a it?
5: Yeah, yeah. Will he say it? You know Ron, he, Ron Burgundy. It says it. <laughs> I will say it. The
4: expression, once you go black, you never go back, comes from the traveling salesman teaching the rookies coming in. You know, they're selling their Kirby vacuum cleaners, and they would say to the guys, learn to drink your coffee black. Because you don't know if the customer is going to have cream, sugar, non-dairy cream, or whatever wow, stuff you like. Wow, are you wrong. That's 100% correct. Once you go black, you never go it back. It was about coffee. It was about coffee. How the porn sure industry took it <laughs> later and they ran with it. But porn. yes, it was about coffee first. I don't know what you're talking about.
5: Uh, <clears throat> here's, here's what we're talking about. We're talking about Maduro cigars today. That's what we're talking about. Maduro, dark, ripe. There's other words for it. Uh, So we're going to light up a cigar today, the La Galera Maduro. It's part of the Cigar Authority Care Package. Barry, tell us about it.
0: Well, this year, La Galera is celebrating their Cigar of the Year Award from the Cigar Authority. This week, we are lighting up the La Galera Maduro, which is a cousin of the La Galera Connecticut. The cigar comes from Hochi Blanco's Indian Head Tobacco in the Dominican Republic and comes in 20-count boxes. These Maduro cigars feature a San Andreas wrapper over a Dominican Piloto Cubano binder, and the cigar completes itself with fillers including the aforementioned Dominican Piloto Cubano and Dominican Criollo 98. It's available in six sizes, and it ranges from $399 to $689, and we are about to light up the
5: Robusto. Okay, it's got a double band on it, the second band just saying Maduro on it, but it's pretty obvious this is the Maduro because it's so dark. You're saying San Andreas wrapper. We'll get into that as we talk about the different uh, tobaccos that are used to create Maduro cigars. Right now, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's Time to cu- yeah,
4: subtle Fruit Loop notes on the foot of the cigar. You're a Fruit Loop. Take a.
5: I thought you were turning over a new leaf. <laughs> sweetness, sweetness.
4: I I'm sorry. Sweet. By popular demand, by one guy wrote in the chat box, he'd yeah. like some low hanging fruit, and you got to jump yes, all over. it. Mean, I, I aim
5: to please. That is not
4: that is not known as populous. <laughs> That is a single person.
5: He is the voice of many. So here's the La Galera Maduro, showing it on the uh, camera number two, because we can. Uh, Those that are watching on the thesigarauthority.com or YouTube, you can see it here. Right now, it's time to cut our cigar, the official cutting, brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo, the brand, while all other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition. And excellence. excellence. And excellence. I
0: officially hate Jonathan because I'm
4: getting a fruit Loop, too. Damn skippy you are because that's what's in there. Chuck, there is something seriously going on with my mic. Can you wiggle the gain a little bit at
5: the top and see if the hell oh, there it is so oh, I can hear myself. Me, too. Beautiful. I was the same as you, I think. So um, now we're going to taste this guy before we light it because this is part of the Sky Authority Care Package. We've got about 1,000 people here smoking along with us. Taste the cigar. Mm-hmm. If you want to get everything out of it, you smell it before. You smell the foot of the cigar, meaning the open end, where you smell the whole body of the cigar. Two different aromas. Mm. The one aroma I want you to pay attention to is the body of the cigar, which is the San Andreas wrapper. This is the Maduro wrapper that's on there. So It tastes like it was rolled on the thighs of Toucan Sam. It's
4: specifically on the cold draw. It is the green fruit Loop. The green one. I was just getting Fruit Loops when I sniffed it through my through my nostrils, but it's, I've identified it as the green one. I, I don't get it at all.
0: I don't like Fruit Loops. I like it in the cigar; it works. I just do not like Fruit Loops with milk. Oh, I just like eating plain, plain as, as snacks. Eat plain as you know snacks. what's great
4: is you make uh, Rice Krispie treats, and just before they finish cooling, you make a Rice Krispie treat ball and you roll it in the Fruit Loops. Then you cut it in half and you deep fry oh, it. Oh, it's a good time. Oh. Just letting you know. You had me at deep frying. (laughs) (laughs) I had you at balls. Who are you kidding? All right, we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo Warrior. This lighter lighter looks like it's got a full metal jacket, but thanks to the folks at Vertigo's metal looking technology on the camera, it features the patented Vertigo big ass tank, a look alike metal body, but really it's plastic. It's nice and lightweight. Three jets with a single-action push-button top and a push-out uh, bullet punch at the bottom, completely separate from the fill area, mm-hmm. which means you don't get the sediment in your lighter. You can buy a less expensive lighter and not have to worry about it failing because those expensive lighters with the bullet punches, typically the bullet punch closes over the fill tube, and you get sediment in there, and the lighter stops working.
5: Fabulous lighter. Fabulous lighter. am I saying
4: that because he discovered it and
5: bought it. I did. I was on the TAA, they had the little trade show and they showed me their new lighter and it became my, quickly became my new favorite. I want them to come out with a lighter that feels like graphite.
0: So if they're listening, I want a graphite lighter. So it comes
4: off on your hands?
0: Well, no, not graphite like on a pencil graphite. Lid. Like a like that. hockey stick. Yeah, exactly.
5: But a little sticky?
0: No, no, it, no, like a it, metal. It's almost it's Almost a metal, but it's not a metal. <laughs> it's smooth, but not as smooth as this. Golf clubs are made
2: of uh, graphite. Graphite shafts.
0: All right,
5: so we're smoking a cigar, and I'm going to tell you while you're enjoying the cigar, I'll tell you a little of uh, of my week this week. I told you last week on the tr- on the show that as of Monday was going to begin my diet. So my doctor said I should diet. You should lose more weight. I did my lose more weight. You yeah. should lose weight. Period. So. I saw him a year ago, and what he told me, he says, everything's fine with you. Obviously, you need to lose weight. The only thing I see wrong with you is you're vitamin D deficient. You need to add vitamin D. And I said, oh, I'll just go outside a little bit. And he says, you and I both know you're not going to do that. Just go get the vitamin D tablets and take a vitamin D tablet every day. Okay. So I buy two bottles, one I leave at home, one I leave in the office for when I forget. So I try to take the vitamin D every day. Jonathan says to me, okay, you're going to start losing weight. Monday, I'm going to put you on a diet, and we're going to start incorporating some green leafy vegetables to your diet.
4: Yummy. Demons. Now, for the
5: record, this diet
4: has been proven. My friend lost 270 pounds on this diet in a year. He lost his weight so quickly. He's got to be five bills. He was 450. Okay. Uh, he lost so much weight on this diet, and so quickly, he had to have not one but two skin removal okay. surgeries Wow! because he lost it too quick. Mm. But I know the secrets, so I'm going to just take it off one pound at a time. That's it. I'm just going to shave it off.
5: So all goes good on Monday that I eat the leafy vegetables and all that. And And you you, said they were delicious. Very good. Very good. Yeah. Not knowing what was going to happen the following day. So the following day, which would be Tuesday, I make my way to the Seabrook store, go see the guys down there, um... You know, last week we were talking about the cigars of the Desert Island. Yeah. And Jonathan was talking about the Diamond Crown Julius yeah. Caesar, yeah. which I was hankering for. It was in my mind. I said, i got to have that. So I light a big Julius Caesar. I didn't get you a little size. I got a big one. That's fine. And sat down. You're and I'm it. talking to the guy sitting in the area. And one guy uh, says to me, oh, I'm going to go to Florida. I'm going to pick up this boat. And let me show you the pictures of the boat. And all of a sudden, I get this cramp on the side. Oh, my God. What the hell was that? And I don't say anything, and I'm talking to him, and he says, I got pictures of it here. Let me show you. And he can't find it, and he's opening up a different thing. And as, you know, a minute goes by, I'm like, for God's sake, just show me the pictures so I can get up and end this. I don't know what's going on. So I end up getting out of the chair, and I put my knee into the chair and, um, you know, raising my knee into my gut a little bit and seeing if that ends up doing I'm like, what the hell is going on here? I'm starting to sweat. He's taking his time. It seemed like forever, the poor guy. I can't wait to to see him again and say, apologize for my rude walking away from him in the middle of a story. But I go into the back room, into the office of the Seabrook store, and I take a knee. I mean, I'm down. And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? And I'm holding my right side. The manager, Keith, comes over and says, What's the matter? And I says, oh, my God, I just got this pain all of a sudden. On the right side, yeah. He says, oh, my God, it's probably your appendix. appendix. Yeah. And it feels like yeah. it's going to burst, something's going to happen. And I go, oh, my God. I said, I'm I'm going to head over to the Salem store. I live in Salem, and I'll be home near home and closer to a hospital if if that's what's going on. Mm-hmm. Just expecting a minute or so this thing is going to pass, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, you rip a fart and the yeah. pain goes away. It's happened to me many times. So... <laughs> I get in the car, I I start driving, and all of a sudden, I break into a fever. I mean, water is literally pouring off me. Uh, I'm burning up. And uh, I'm driving down the highway, and all of a sudden, I see the blue sign with the letter H on it, hospital. So I'm starting to follow the hospital thing. So I dial home to let my wife know, and I said, oh, I'm... uh, I feel this pain on the side of me. It feels like it's appendix or something. I said, I'm going to stop into the emergency room just to check and stuff. Want me to meet you there?" I said, no, no, no. Everything's okay. In the meantime, everything isn't okay. Uh, I have a high tolerance for pain. It's, mm. you know, f- for me to do this was, you know, I'm in trouble. So, um, okay. So I go get to the emergency room and I said, I think my appendix is ready to burst or something's going on. Uh, what's the uh, pain level? One to ten. I said, it's ten. You know, real bad. So she said, okay, fill this paperwork out. I'm telling you it's a 10. Okay, fill this paperwork out. I was going to
2: ask you, how long was the wait here? Cause that's...
5: So, so I go, I fill the paperwork out, and, and I scribble the stuff down. They're not looking at it anyway. Yeah. And uh, hand it in. In the meantime, the room is kind of full. This is a Tuesday at 11 o'clock mm. in the morning. And um, so I sit back down, and I wait, and maybe I wait about 15 minutes, and... I'm getting really nauseous, so I think I'm going to throw up. So I get up to the lady, and I said, how long is this going to be? And she says, oh, there's quite a bit before you and stuff. I said, I'm very, very nauseous. I think I'm going to throw up. So he, she hands me this plastic pan and says, here you go. So I take, Have a
4: seat, sir. Yeah.
5: So I sit down with the plastic pan, and because Jonathan has me on this fasting diet that's going on, I haven't eaten since 8 o'clock the following day, and now it's 1130. So, still not time to eat yet, by the way. You still got plenty I, of time. I got to wait till 1 o'clock to eat, but I'm dry-heaven, so that's good. <laughs> so I, I can't throw up. I want to throw up, but there's nothing there. So I'm like, oh, my God. And Listen, there's a guy with a broken hand. There's a lady with a baby. There's things going on, so I'm like, all right, but I don't want it to burst. So I go up again. Another 10, 15 minutes go by, which feels forever, mm-hmm. and I go up, and I said. I think my appendix is about to burst. I said, what happens if my appendix bursts? You know, and I'm holding my side. And she said, I don't know, I'm not a doctor. Jesus, I know that, get one, I'm in trouble. <laughs> sit down, sir. I'm like, okay. So I sit back down and I'm soaking wet. I mean, I'm just burning up mm-hmm. and uh, holding my side. And uh, now I'm starting to get dizzy. And I go back up another 10, 15 minutes go by. And I go up, and I said, you know, I'm, I'm about ready to pass out. The pain is so extraordinary, I'm going to pass out. It's crossing into 11. Yeah. And they said, okay, and wow. they bring me a wheelchair.
4: So, so it would be easier me
5: to wheel his carcass around the hospital. That's the play there. So your answer is about an hour and a half. Finally, about an hour and a half later, they take me in, and they ask me the same questions and fill out more papers and it, I'm in the waiting room number two and uh, hurting, hurting. So uh, they said, okay, we're going to take you for an MRI. And then they end up looking on the MRI and they say it's a kidney stone. Oh, good. I'm actually very, very happy to hear it's a kidney stone. I'm just amazed a kidney Mm. stone hurts that much. Yeah, and you felt it on your side. On my side, yeah. Yeah. So I said, it's a kidney stone. They said, yeah, we're going to put you in um, whatever the thing is. They put you in the tube. MRI, the CAT scan? Yeah, first they did the thing like when you have right, a baby. The ultrasound. Oh, ultrasound, and okay. then they did the MRI. Then they that's did the MRI to go look at the stone. Yeah. And they said it's uh, only two centimeters, so it's very small. And Were they talking about the stone or the your st- genitalia? No, the stone itself. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
4: Just make it sure.
5: And it's already gone past a lot of things. It's got one thing we think you're going to end up passing it. How's the pain? I said the pain's at 10. It's not letting up. It's really bad. Um, Okay, they wheel me into the the room, put me in the bed, and they said, okay, we're giving you morphine. So they got an IV drip in me, by the way, because they want to flush this thing, Mm. and now they give me morphine. Nothing.
3: And I'm dying,
5: yeah. So about four hours of that, and then they give me some other drug, and uh, they give me the other drug, maybe about ten minutes into that, all of a sudden the ten goes down to about a seven. And I said, oh my God, it's down to a seven, whatever it is. It's only at excruciating. Yeah, it only hurts, but I, I, I'm, I'm. It's not as bad you know, as it was, yes. yeah. I thought I was going to pass out from the pain. Yeah. So, what is happening here? And uh, they said, just relax, just relax. One minute later, I go from a seven to a zero. And I sit up and I said, that's it. I passed it. So, I disconnect myself from the IV. <laughs> I go into the bathroom. They gave me the little jug to go in. I said, no, I'm going into the bathroom. I go into the bathroom. By the way, all blood as I urinate. Yeah. We call that a partay yeah. where I'm from. And oh, God. I'm all better. I'm 100%. And coming out of the bathroom, the, the doctor's there, and he goes, you look like a new man. I said, it's all set. He says, go in the other room. I'll be there in three minutes. I go in the other room. I get all dressed up. I'm all set. I'm ready to go back to work. I'm good. And uh, he comes back in, and he says, okay, here's some pills to take. I said, I don't need any pills. I'm all set. And here's something to take for a flow max. So you flow better. I said, I flow perfect. And uh, he said, uh, and he's a uh, urologist to go see. I said, I'm all set. I don't need these things. Take them anyway. I said, okay. So, of course, I'm not going to, and I come back to work. Showed up
4: and helped close the store that day like the champ that he is. That's
5: the way it is. So I go home, and all I have now is the story. I'm fine. The next day, I go to go to Nashua, and I go see Barry. I tell everybody the story. Everything's all fine. Uh, I come back to work. This is now wow. Thursday. Thursday, And uh, coming to work, boom, here it is again. Here's my friend. Holy God. Ah, uh, Back to a tent? I'm, I'm like, oh, no. What the hell is going on here? I thought this thing was gone. So I come into work. I know at least what it is, so I don't have to worry about... Uh, you know, my appendix is going to burst. And I hang on as long as I can till I can't take it anymore and I go home. Not that it's any better going home, but at least I go home. And I actually don't show up to work yesterday. Correct. Friday. Friday, yeah. Uh, because I still have this thing. So it comes and it goes. And I didn't sleep at all on Thursday night because the pain was all night long. And uh, I'm sure people that listen... Uh, have had this. I just can't believe well, what how painful up, this thing can be. What it ends up being the
4: number one cause is the vitamin D pills. Cause. Leafy
5: vegetables. The
4: not cause. the number one Leafy cause.
5: vegetables. Lack of Twinkies. And vitamin D. He's been taking vitamin D Shut supplements up. once That's a day
4: new? for a year. He had one meal with some broccoli in it. Jonathan, what'd you do to him? He had one meal with some broccoli. Dude. I did not cause the kidney you stone. It
2: did? That triggered it. it, it, it
4: yeah, it set him oh, off. Man. Set so him he's off. the cause of this. I'm so the cause.
2: What, what caused you to go from a ten to a seven to a zero? Was it the drug, or drugs?
4: Oh, the it, best part is the. the I, I don't know the morphine Maybe a they moved. gave him. Yeah. Speaking of movement, the morphine. Oh, yeah. So what do you have to
5: do You just have to wait till it you goes. Wait, yeah. So yeah. right now, as I sit here, you're okay. This pressure, you know, it, it hurts, but it hurt, just hurts. So you know, like, just like you got kicked in the nuts feeling. But when it goes to a ten. I'm telling you, a, they say childbirth. It's they're like, in a vice. It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. So I understand now for those that have gone through this thing, you don't want these things. Oh. And so, as far as
4: painkillers go, stay away from opiates because they cause uh, bathroom issues on the other side. Right.
2: So safe to they said say
5: drink a lot of water, so I had it from both ends.
2: Safe to say you have not had any vitamin D or green
5: vegetables uh, since Monday. Correct. He hasn't eaten much since Monday. Right. So so Jonathan said, I'm going to lose a pound a day. I have lost a pound a day. Yeah. The hard way. <laughs> All I'm saying is I
4: I made the prediction, and I'm ahead of schedule, so we're good. So my friend
0: who's a physician assistant in a hospital in New York told me the way to speed up your weight in the waiting room is to tell them that you're having chest discomfort. At that point, they're worried you could be having a heart attack. You'll have to go through an EKG, but you'll get in right away.
5: How, you know, and I, I, believe me, all these thoughts were going through. What do I end up doing? There was a lady with a sick baby. There was yeah. a guy with a broken hand. I'm looking at the other people around. It turned, mine turns out to be a kidney stone, which is nothing. I mean, that's what you want. You don't want yeah. it, believe me. You yeah. don't want it, but it, it's not a dangerous thing, that life or death.
2: You don't know in that moment. No. You know? I thought
5: my appendix was going to burst, and that's what I was afraid. What if it bursts? It's poison. Don't you die from an appendix bursting you, inside you? You can. Yes. You can. So I don't want it's that. It's life-threatening. So I don't want that.
4: So really, the answer is consume a lot of cranberry juice, orange juice, lemon juice, anything that is
5: uh, fruit-based, acidic. Mm-hmm. Do you think changing your diet? You know, even though it's a terrible diet that I'm on, it is. I eat crap. You have
4: enjoyed been, every meal,
5: every meal. You've
4: said, "Wow, that was fantastic!" At the end, you yeah. Said, but you, if, he, you, if you had
2: a pizza on one side and your vegetables
0: on the other. Is it me or do you hear like the theme music for the odd couple in the background?
4: Oh, <laughs> oh, exactly. He's Absolutely. just ridiculous. There's no, uh, once in a while I get a thank you, but it's... All, wow. the, all the crap sh-
5: I eat and I feel good about it. it Are you a, sure this is The doctor doesn't and- like it. Nobody likes that I eat the crap that I eat. But although I like it, it bothers everybody else. Then I, then I change and go on to a healthier thing and I've never been so sick. That has nothing to do with the diet. It's just a, a coincidence. It has to do with you taking vitamin D. That's it. Just lay off the vitamin D, man. The doctor told me to take the vitamin D. Go out in the sun. Be your own doctor. All right. So anyway, let's talk about cigars. Let's talk about the cigars. We're smoking a La Galera Maduro, and we're going to talk about Maduro cigars today. So Maduro, there's different names for Maduro. Oscuro, which is a very, very dark Maduro. Oscuro, they call it. Negro. SMS, Spanish Market Selection, you heard of EMS, Mm -hmm. English Market Selection, that's brown. AMS is the candela, the green stuff. Mm -hmm. And SMS, which is another way to say Maduro, uh, by saying uh, SMS, Spanish Market Selection, which was Doc Doc Tobacco. So here is the ugly truth about Maduro cigars. Maduro means ripe. It doesn't necessarily mean strong. A lot of people end up seeing Maduro. They look at a, at a dark cigar and they go, that's a strong cigar.
4: Well, and this is a perfect example. The Lagolera Maduro we're smoking right now is is on the dark side. Mm-hmm. The burn is really good. Mm-hmm. The draw is good, but it is not all that strong.
0: No, traditionally, Maduro cigars, as my impression, were usually sweeter. Supposed sweeter, to be sweet. But sweeter but,
4: uh... and just as mild as the Connecticut version. I would say this is maybe a touch stronger than the Connecticut, but... Certainly not as strong as the Habano in the same line. That's correct.
0: And it feels a little bit sweeter. And I I feel personally like a lot of manufacturers have begun blending Maduro cigars towards strong because that's what the public tends to believe. They believe. So So they they actually change change the blend. We're going to make it stronger. Correct.
5: And it all depends on how they make the Maduro, the process that they go through. Because if you go through a regular process of it, it the tobacco becomes sweet. But I'm going to reveal today yeah. the truth, the ugly truth, which is there's not just one way to end up doing it. There's actually seven different ways manufacturers are creating Maduro tobacco. One is the natural way, which should make the cigar sweet. But are some Maduro cigars strong? The answer is yes, mm-hmm. and it's because of the process they go through. So we're going to talk about that. Um, As Barry says, manufacturers believe that Maduro means strong to the consumer. Therefore, there's been companies out there that put a mild cigar and put a Maduro wrapper on it, and then people tend not to buy it because a Maduro smoker would buy it and say, it's too light, I don't like
4: it. What's interesting is they're losing some of their market share doing that because I hear customers every single day on the sales floor saying, I used to smoke Maduro. But now, maybe my, my taste changed. Mm. Maduro is too strong for me now. The reality is, I know the that. world of cigars got stronger yes. around that guy. His palate
5: didn't change. Even the manufacturers beefed up their Maduro cigar. Believing that that's what the customer wants. That's what wants. they want. So let me, let me tweak my blend a little bit and beef it up a little bit on the Maduro, because that's what the consumer wants, which leaves you not a lot of options of mild Maduro cigars. There's a reason why Connecticut outsells Maduro
4: 10 to 1, mm. and it's because the American public smokes mild cigars. You want to make a Maduro that sells? Make a mild one.
0: Now, those on social media would disagree with that. They believe that it's not 10 to 1.
4: They're, one to perc- but, they're but, 1% but
0: of the they're community. But they're 1% of the cigar community. They're the 1%ers. Which is 1% of the whole nation. Yeah. yeah. So they're 1% of the
5: 1%. Yeah, but every manufacturer knows, they're the ones that make it, that they're they're selling 10 yep. to 1, more 99 to...
0: And I completely Uh, agree.
5: That's the way it is. There is—they are not selling more
4: Maduro than Connecticut. No.
3: Why
4: would they? Why would they ever think? Well, let's when it's not selling now, let's make it stronger and see if it sells. Just to bastardize someone else's brand, maybe you pull a couple of people over. No,
5: because if, if you are. You go into a smaller pond and you say, a manufacturer gets in and says, you know what, I can't compete on that mild end. There's too many big, big players on that mild end. I'm going to go into the strong end, the full-bodied end, and I'm going to be a big player within that pond. And that's what a lot of the little guys did. And you know what, they end up having a good little life Mm -hmm. of being a good, strong cigar to that 10% people that like the strong stuff. Um, So. On the tobaccos that are used, you mentioned on this, Barry, this is a San Andreas tobacco that this Maduro is. Correct. Out of Mexico? We, yes. You're going to find that it's always the same tobaccos that are used on Maduro cigars. Uh, one, for instance, Connecticut Broadleaf. Connecticut Broadleaf is thick, big, sticky, and oily. We know when we went to the Connecticut uh, farms. You feel the pectin on the thick outside. It is. Mm-hmm. So all the different primings of the uh, Connecticut Broadleaf, uh, but typically, you want the higher primings uh, because it'll produce thicker wrappers. But broadleaf by itself becomes a thicker tobacco because in a process this has to go through, it needs to be a thick leaf to begin with. So you, you broadleaf is going to be a go-to for Maduro cigars, which it is. Ecuadorian Habano, which is used in brown cigars also, mm-hmm. Um, uh, There's Ecuadorian shade, which is not really shade, but Ecuadorian light tobacco. But the Habano, the brown one, can also be used for Maduro cigars if you take the higher primings, the leaves Mm. towards the top. Another one is Brazilian tobacco, Arapiaca in Montafina. These are called alto grades, the higher grades, alto, high up, Um, the top parts of the plant. Also, Pennsylvania. Yep. Pennsylvania, much like um, Connecticut broadleaf, Pennsylvania tobacco grows thick and is able to use for Maduro Uh, Mexican tobacco, including San Andreas, great for producing thick leaves, uh, able to produce Maduro. And the last one is Kentucky. uh, In some cases, produced for baked tobaccos, much like uh, fire cured, fire cured. Also, the um, Italian stogies, Perotti, Avanti's, Mm -hmm. and things like that. It's thick tobacco. And it's able to uh, happen there. You're never going to see... There's
4: one you left off the list. That's Nicaragua. You see some Nicaraguan Maduros out there. High primings. High primings. Because if
5: you get the lower primings, the tobacco's too thin, and it's not going to be able to go through the processes uh, that need to go through uh, for that, and that's why that isn't going to happen. So uh, those are the tobaccos used for the uh, Maduro leaves. That ding ding means it's time for the matchup of the week brought to you by VS. VS means versus, but it stands for Victor Sinclair. Victor Sinclair cigars. Who would win this hypothetical battle? And uh, I thought of this while I was in wearing the Johnnies and changing my clothes back and forth during um, my orgy. The Johnnies. Did
2: you name that after Mr. Jonathan because he put you in that situation? That's what they call
5: it, Johnnies. My name isn't Johnny. I've heard differently. But boxes versus briefs. (laughs) The old old analogy that has been going on for years and years, uh, boxers versus briefs, um, as I have lots of pressure down there, I am a briefs guy, but but I would rather have boxers right now. uh, A lot of pain going on down there. I'm still entirely too
4: athletic in my life to get away with wearing boxers. There's too much slapping around going Uh, on. So I am not just briefs. I go bikini briefs, extra elastic bands. I buy them a little small to hold everything up together. Do you
5: wear that? Do you wear bikini briefs? Hell tight, yeah, tight, tight, really.
4: I can barely tell the difference between my underwear and my wife's underwear if we do laundry together. But with all the lace and all,
2: <laughs>
5: yeah. Is anyone is uh, anyone surprised? Pretty gross. No, no nobody I'm not not surprised. Can is everybody picturing what I'm picturing? It's gross. I like the hybrid. The boxer I know what you're briefs. thinking, but it's boxer briefs, yeah. shaved. So. Which is, it's, it's around the leg. Yep,
0: yep. Yeah. So it's almost like a pair of shorts. Yeah. They're called boxer briefs. So and they're a little on
4: the snug side yes. compared to boxer shorts. Yep. They so you like a little day. snuggling yes, going on there? I like my boys little should be cupped, yes. And I, I Don't we, get any
2: yeah, ideas. 100% with Barry.
4: Yeah? <laughs> yeah. Yep. So they're both hybrid.
5: I'm a briefs guy. I'm a briefs guy. Uh, boxer briefs are good. I like it. Tidy Whiteys? No, but boxer briefs is the best, but not right now. I, I no. wish I had some uh, boxers to just let things breathe. Yeah. It's not a good thing. No. The chat room is saying this is way too
4: much information. Yeah, You need some frozen peas in your life. I think.
0: They're, okay. They're okay with you peeing blood, but this
4: was too much information. Yeah, that's where they, that's where they draw <laughs> they the line. They draw
5: the line on yeah. boxer briefs. No, it's boxer briefs. The answer is, uh, um, what do you call it? Boxer, boxer briefs. briefs. So it's both. The hybrid, yeah. The it's hybrid. both. But why are they bo- – they're not boxers. Because no, they're Because boxers, they're, they're briefs. It's like the length
0: of a boxer. It's the length of a boxer.
5: Just shrunk. But what you're saying is the answer is it needs to hold, you it, need hold support. it all together. Yeah. Yes. As you get older, things start to droop, and you just need, you need to collect everything. <laughs> yeah. All right. So we'll give it – that's the answer. Boxer briefs is the way to go. How, how about all the, the, these new things? They have new ones on uh, that said that would be the most comfortable – Underwear, you ever wore or something. No idea? I'm, no idea. I'm is? quite
0: comfortable with the way I am. Yeah? But okay. commando is the real answer.
4: <laughs> yeah?
5: <laughs> Not once you zip your stuff up in the fly.
4: Franks go, and beans. You go back real <laughs> quick.
5: Oh, boy. Yeah, do that once and it's game over. All right, so the seven ways. We're going to get to seven ways to create Maduro cigars, and we're going to go with the first one. The first one is the natural way. This is the way you think all Maduro cigars are done. Uh, it's not the case, but using tobacco from the fifth, sixth, and sixth, fifth, sixth, and seventh primings, the highest parts of the plant, that's the corona leaf, the two leaves at the very top, and the Lajaros that are on the bottom. So naturally, the ones that get the sun the most... They're on the mm-hmm. plant the longest. ...are the strongest leaves yes. that are on there to begin with. The thickest. Yeah. And they're the thickest, and that's and num- what they're going to use...
2: number seven is the highest? So it goes from yes, the bottom? Yes, seven, six, five, correct. And it works its yep. way up to number seven.
5: So... You know, uh, is a Maduro leaf stronger? I guess of the tobacco that's on that existing plant, it would be the highest on that plant. Would be the, the have the most flavor as you age most tobacco. Sunlight, yeah, as you age tobacco, and thins,
4: content. and you need to start with a thicker leaf if you're going to thin it out for the amount of time it takes to make a Maduro to really ripen those sugars.
5: Yeah. So how you do it is you get a hand of tobacco. This is five or six leaves, uh, and with the center um, veins still in them. You get this hand of tobacco, and you wet down the hand of tobacco, and you create a pologne. You put it down on the ground, and you put tobacco on top of that. And you create a circle or an oval, and you continue to add that up over and over, and you get maybe three or four feet high. And wet tobacco on top of each other, from the pressure of the tobacco leaf, the weight of it wet on top of each other, is now creating what? Creating uh, about a,
4: a compost pile, really, you'll yes. get it to 104 to 106 mm-hmm. degrees on the inside. They'll typically cover it with burlap so that the pelon itself breathes and allows the ammonia to escape. And man, I'll tell you, you walk into some of those rooms, and the amount of ammonia in there—it stings your eyes. You can't believe that these people are walking around without gas masks because
5: it's so ammoniated. So, you want to create Maduro? You want to bring it up to about 122 Fahrenheit. Mm-hmm. And then break it down. You take the top leaves off, you wet them again, you start to pile up again, and you continue to bring it up. You build that pile up again, you put the the cloth over it again, and you're going to actually start creating again the heat to bring it up to 122. And you're going to do this as much as eight cycles. So it's a lot of time that goes on to this thing. And the tobacco, without breaking down and end up putting holes into it, because it's going to get thinner and thinner as as this thing is going to go on, But what you're trying to create is create darkness that goes into this thing. And it's going to create sugars as this is going on, and sugars make the tobacco sweet. And now you have Maduro tobacco. And this was the only way it was done for years and years. And then people during the cigar boom of the the 90s figured out faster ways to end up doing this. And we're going to get to that in the next segment. We're going to go through the other ways. But that's the way you probably think – that all Maduro cigars are being made, and it's not the case. So we'll get to that when we come back. Uh, you heard the number one way to create Maduro cigars. is six more, and some you may not even like. Uh, or maybe uh, you do because you like the manufacturers who create the cigars in that method. You like what the cigars taste like, but you didn't know it. Either way, we're going to pull the curtain back and reveal all the others when we return. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
3: handcrafted since 1964.
5: I want to tell you about my friend Chi Blanco, a fourth generation Dominican cigar maker known for growing tobacco and producing highly acclaimed cigars for other people. If some things stay the same, other things have to change. Finally, Chi's factory, Tobacolera Palmer, has produced a cigar that not only belongs to the factory, but pays homage to the cigar rolling room known as La Galera. The La Galera Connecticut blend is special Now for the amazing part, La Galera Connecticut has a suggested retail price ranging from $4.95 to $6 and has been awarded the Cigar of the Year by the Cigar Authority. La Galera Connecticut, creating their own version of the Connecticut Cigar because they demand more.
1: I am Nesto Miranda. I own Miami Cigar Company since 1989
3: and you're listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Retailer Radio Network.
5: And we are back, live from the LaFleur Dominicana Cigar Studios, and you're listening to the Cigar Authority. Now in our eighth year, I'm about to pass a kidney stone, and our 2016 Ambassadors of Cigars, according to Cigar Journal Magazine, because of this. Damn right. What other show live do you pass a kidney stone? This is the one. No, we're talking about Maduro Cigars, the real deal, and we're going to tell you... uh, what others leave you in the dark on. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority. We're going to tell you the different ways Maduro Cigars are created. thought of this during the break. Yeah.
4: So instead of you beating it this time, it's beating you. It is. <laughs>
5: <laughs> it is beating me. It's, it's amazing that it hurts so much. The uh, pressure is, like, killing me. Um, all the women listening are rolling their eyes. Like, Monday, I have the urologist. Mm. That'll be so, a good time. So that'll finish it off right if it doesn't come out they're gonna blow it up or something yeah they
4: use an ultrasound and they yeah
5: it's enough that'll feel good that'll feel good on the inside an explosion I don't know. inside <laughs> your urethra yeah okay uh you were telling me a story earlier when you had to get an std test or something i ain't doing that it's
4: a good thing i <laughs> don't gotta jam a q-tip up there
5: that is crazy right it's a
4: wooden q-tip about eight inches long believe me i don't have eight inches but
5: she found it wow so uh, next week um, is... I can taste it. Yeah, really? <laughs> I can feel it. I'll tell you that. I feel um, what is, uh, when you talk about it, is, is that everybody, is every guy feel that when you talk about things like that, you can actually yes. feel it? Well, I yes.
4: experienced it, so I definitely
5: can feel it. Sympathy pain. All right, so next week, tickets go on sale for Two Guys' 32nd Anniversary Party. I have the details here. The event is September 13th at 6 o'clock at Barrows in Haverhill, but tickets will go on sale next Saturday at 10 o'clock. You go to Two Guys' Smoke Shop locations, and the tickets will be on sale there, or you call um, 888-2-CIGAR-2. Yeah, and they can maybe run your card or something. Um, I say that... We open at 10 o'clock because typically we sell all the tickets in one day. Mm -hmm. So uh, the evening is going to include a five-course dinner, 12 premium cigars, and a chance to win a custom-built man (coughs) castle. It is more than a man cave. It's a man castle. The man castle is instant and requires no work from you. The building is completely furnished and ready to use upon delivery. With all the luxuries you need to truly enjoy your cigars Anytime, no matter what the weather is like, enjoy cigars and time you spend in your man castle. Interior is completely finished and insulated. Insulated floors, wood grain vinyl flooring, insulated walls, ceiling, uh, and insulated ceilings ready for year-round use. It has uh, 36-inch fiberglass doors, arch, um, three uh, insulated windows and shutters. It has uh, all the wood trim, the ridge vents and soffits, tongue-and-groove pine interior, and a clear coat, custom bar, collapsible table, uh, electric wiring, including a 70-amp breaker box, 4 outlets, ceiling fan, light outdoor. We're going to p- add lots of things, like a big-screen TV inside there with a humidor, and uh, it's fit for a king, and it's all going to be for the winner of the night. Uh, featured guests that night is going to include George Padron from Padron Cigars, Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars, Tony Serino from Serino Cigars, Eric Hansen, Hammer & Sickle, Christian Aroa, CLE Cigars, Lito Gomez, LFD Cigars, Eric Newman from Diamond Crown, Rafael Nodel from Aging Room, Steve Saka from Soba Mesa, Jr. Dominguez from Recluse Cigars, Nelson Alfonso from Atabay Cigars, and Jim Young from Davidoff, and more. It's the who's who. It is. Really. Uh, it is a fantastic night, if I don't say so myself. The ticket price is $200. Tables are 10 if you want to reserve an entire table. If not, tickets are just $200 for one person, and then it's going to be wherever you sit, you sit, and you're going to run in and grab a seat uh, as soon as you can. Tickets are on sale, as I say. This Saturday coming, one week from now, Saturday, May 6th at 10 a.m., it is expected to sell out in one day. It's possible it doesn't, but it usually does, so I would say get in line at 10 o'clock if you definitely want to go, and if you're anywhere in that area in September, this is a something you're going to wish you had got a ticket to, so now's the time. Mm-hmm. So there's your heads up. Next week, it'll be uh, 12 noon when the show starts, and we'll tell you, you know, how What we're running out of at that point, it may be too too late. So, Moving on to, uh, we're smoking the La Galera Maduro. I do not find this to be a very full-bodied cigar. I would say medium, straight medium. Medium strength, a lot of character to it. It's a
4: a very, really charred zucchini. You know, you cook a zucchini over uh, wood coals. You get a little bit of the smoke on it, a little bit of the crisp on the outside. I don't want any more zucchini. Is Z- zucchini a green
5: leafy vegetable?
4: Oh, for the record, folks, Dave had, zu- you know, they make the zucchini to look like spaghetti, Chuck? Yeah, yeah. So I made him that with a nice. bolognese on nice. top. And he ate it thinking that his first meal on his diet was his cheat meal. He thought he was eating spaghetti. Had no idea awesome. that it was zucchini. Awesome.
5: Just saying. It's good. He then, likes it. And then on the way to the hospital. Yeah. <laughs> zucchini <laughs> is not a leaf. It's just, it's just slightly green. Slightly green.
2: They were like loading them
0: up with kale or something.
4: It causes kidney You symptoms. would think that that's what I was doing. He has not had a single leaf of anything from me. A little broccoli. See, that's a flower.
0: You mentioned smoky. Last night I went for barbecue and I had barbecue ribs, uh, more like smoked barbecue ribs. I'm getting that smoky flavor that I had it's last smoky. night. But I'm also getting a little bit of uh, Cuban coffee without the sugar. So it's kind of a bitter, less refined coffee. It's
4: it's like really roasted. Yes. Really roasted. Not over-roasted,
5: but I'm with you. So look at the burn line. When you look at the cigar, you're going to look at the burn line, which is very tight. And you're going to notice that it's not – you don't see – it's not smoking by itself. The cigar right. is not smoking by itself.
4: Blue smoke coming off of any cigar is an indication that there has been something done to that outside wrapper.
5: Mm-hmm. We're going to talk there about no all those things. There is no blue smoke
4: coming off this.
5: So I'm looking to see any bubbles in the end where the, where the ash meets mm-hmm. the cigar. Is it bubbling over and you're seeing the color actually changing at the end? You're mm-hmm. not? Correct. So I'm going to guess smoking this cigar, looking at it, how it's, and, and knowing that I've been to Ho Hochi, Hochi's place and I see polones. Piled up at there so that they're doing the right thing to the tobacco. But that process takes time. Mm-hmm. So, other people have created ways over the years, different ways, to speed up the process. And the number two way of doing it, speeding up the process, is called um, the mulling room, which is actually much like building the Pologne, but you're building the Pologne in a room that is actually brought up. With humidity and temperature. The room is over 100 degrees in temperature and very humid, almost 100% humidity. I mean, it's wet inside that room. The plones are set up in the process, but they're turned over every day or two. That's how fast. Because remember, you big time. Yeah, huh? you're starting at 100. So to get to 122 in building a pallone, this thing is going to happen quick. Yeah. So if, you, if it takes a day or two to do it, in a matter of a week, you could go through this whole process instead of months. Yep, they're going to get your eight turns
4: much, much quicker.
5: So the same process, accelerated rate for darker leaves. And the leaves end up cooking faster and darker. So you'll get a darker leaf from from that mulling process. But still, you're not
4: going to be dealing with more nicotine than what the tobacco had in it. This is just a faster process. The burn is going to be not as good. You're going to see waves in the burn on a cooked wrapper like that.
5: Okay, so number three is actually cooking it. Okay, the third one is called cooking, and this is a stainless steel box that they put at the bottom of the stainless steel box tobacco stems. At the very bottom of it And then they pile the wrappers up inside of it And they put stems inside and they close this box And inside they're actually cooking this Like a pressure cooker type of feel The weight of the tobacco sitting on top The the moisture and the heat that's going inside this thing Like a steam room And it's closed off and this thing is happening The box is sealed and heated with the stems to 200 degrees So you're cooking it at this point, 200 degrees And uh, it, it acts as a pressure cooker at 120 PSIs and while you, uh, it turns the tobacco black, it actually adds the nicotine from the from stems, the stems ah. that pour down it, into it. leaches.
4: Yeah.
0: yeah. So so, the majority of the nicotine is within the stems. Correct. Term. Right.
5: But in
4: this case, you're not going to go as high as what's in the stem. You're going to balance out between the nicotine in the stem and the nicotine in the leaf. That chemical reaction with that high pressure and high heat, you're going to go higher than what you could have in tobacco, but lower than what's in the stem, it's still not the highest nicotine possible, but it is up there, and those cigars will give you a head rush when you smoke
5: them. Yeah, and you know, and you get you get a you smoke a Maduro cigar, you kind of get the jitters, right, from the Maduro. I'm not getting any jitters from this nope. at all no. because, I, again, I'm trying. I don't know. I'm assuming smoking the cigar of. What type of process it went through. When I end up getting the jitters from a cigar, the nicotine levels high. That's why I'm getting it. Those people that uh, like nicotine anyway or something, you you don't see a problem with it, and you tend to go for that because you're getting your fix from a cigar that has a high nicotine content. That is actually added from those stems, dripping into it, and this process happens really fast. So uh, high nicotine, black tobacco. When this thing is done, they're looking at the tobacco and okay, it's, it's black. They actually have to take that tobacco out and put it into a freezer for a couple of days mm-hmm. they, to stop it because this thing is, keeps going. Right. If it keeps going, it completely destroys the tobacco. It'll we disintegrate. Okay. Just disintegrate. Much so, like
4: yeah. when you take a turkey out of the oven, and, mm-hmm. and we you found out it. on the well-seasoned gourmand when we told Tommy about the experiment with the two turkeys. Yeah. He said, You can take the turkey out, and for the next hour, yeah. it will continue to cook. Mm-hmm. So you can take it out a little bit earlier than before the button uh. pops. Let it sit on the on the oven with foil over it, and that turkey will continue to cook itself outside of the oven for an hour. Same thing as with the steak, tobaccos. As a
5: steak, yeah. the same yep. thing happens. Yeah. You take it off a little, let it sit, let it rest, and it forms better and it all holds that. Holds the juices, all that. Yeah. 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 So uh, that they've got to put into the freezer. They've got to stop this process. Okay, it's there. Stop this thing. Freeze it. Not saying that there's anything wrong with this. Mm-hmm. Just telling you this is the different processes of it. I don't like the high nicotine stuff. It really bothers either. me. So, um, and, and, again, it's not like it says on the side of the box, yet, this is the process we use. And I say yet... Will FDA be looking at things like this and say, okay, what process is this? Do they even know that there's different processes? Do you, a cigar smoker listening to the show, and realize that there are seven different processes Maduro goes I through? Right. So uh, we're, we're spilling the beans, for lack of a better word, right now. So the fourth way of creating a Maduro cigar is oils. And it's a say... Uh, Mineral-type oil. I don't know if it's mineral oil or or something like a mineral oil that's there. I don't like it at all. But it is rubbed on the tobacco leaves, um, over um, sometimes on the leaf itself before it's applied, or sometimes as the cigar is finished. So you're starting with a dark tobacco leaf to begin with, and then you finish the cigar. And I've seen it as a um, piece of um, Sponge. sponge with a hole in it, and the cigar is actually poked into the sponge, and pulled out the other end, and the sponge has this oil on it.
4: Now, we've, we've talked before, and Barry is the one who typically will look at a wrapper, and you didn't do it today, and say, oh, this is a toothy mm-hmm. wrapper. Mm-hmm. When you've oiled or slicked up a cigar, you cannot maintain that tooth factor because the tooth itself, you get bumps on the, on the tobacco, things get smoothed over. So when you have a dark cigar that has a waxy type of feel, There's something done. I can't tell you by looking at it exactly what it is, but there's something that's been done to that outside wrapper that isn't completely natural. And And
0: I'll notice more of the blue
4: smoke coming off of a wrapper. Yes, that's where you'll see the blue. That burning. I don't like it at all. I don't like that. You'll typically get an an aroma of, um, it's gross, but diesel exhaust when you smoke one of those. That's the thing that comes to mind every time.
0: Back in the day, I wrote a review, and I mentioned that the cigar was treated with glycerin. Or type of oil. Yeah, whatever it is. And the manufacturer called me up. you got to take that off there. That's not common knowledge. What are you doing? So this company
5: basically acknowledged wow. that that's what they do. Listen, I've seen,
0: I've, yeah. seen, I've seen it. I've
5: seen it too. I've seen it done. So yeah. And I've seen those cigars. I don't cigars say these things smoke. because I, this is what I think. I, right. I know that this happens. It's son of a bitch.
0: And I've seen those cigars burn with the blue smoke. And you sit it down and it's not smoking naturally. Yeah. It's pretty easy to spot.
5: So it, it makes it shiny four. and it makes it darker. Mm-hmm. So somebody will look at a, at a dark Maduro cigar, shiny, and say, oh, look at this. It's nice and oily and, and uh, dark. It, and it is. It, and <laughs> and it, is, it, it is both. <laughs> it's both. Um, That's not what you're looking for. No, no. So that is the number four way. Right now it is time for the Don Rafael mm-hmm. offer of the day, brought to you by Don Rafael Cigars. Everyone has a price. Would you do this? And if so, for how much? And today is a uh, simple $50. So I couldn't possibly offer you this to do this. Chew tinfoil for five minutes.
4: No oh, freaking way. No. no way. No.
0: That's like nails on a chalkboard. I'll pass.
4: I wouldn't do it for $500. Really? For 30 seconds. No Chew. way.
2: If you had the tinfoil and the 50, I would do it right now. Really? I would do it. Have right. you ever? No.
4: It's rough.
5: You've never been into tinfoil? Chuck. I made the mistake Chuck of putting, putting all the t- t- <laughs> <some rigkeys laughs> in my yeah.
4: mouth without taking just the wrapper me, off. Just trust me, you don't want to do it's this. Nasty. I have tinfoil, and he's got 50 bucks. Don't. You don't want to go there. Don't want to go there? It's Five bad. minutes?
0: I mean, come on. Just like
4: Five, you know. five seven, I Just thinking about it. My mouth is watering, <laughs> and I want to throw up.
0: My teeth are hurting thinking about
4: it. Oh. Wow. Oh, I could gag right now.
5: Really? Interesting. Dave. That's a brutal one, huh? Yeah. No, not for 50 bucks. I would do it. What's I mean, your price? It, it, it's not a terrible, terrible thing. No. It's not going to hurt you in any way.
4: No, it isn't going to hurt you, but it's gross, and it...
5: Ugh. <laughs> wow, it's really turning your off. Nice.
0: I need to take a drink. Mikey, one of the employees uh, Two Guys, where we're broadcasting live from, he is has... holding a box of Reynolds wrap,
5: waiting for a oh, taker. God. Just chew on it. You want to do it for a second? No. Uh, no. Yeah,
2: Well, yeah. bring it over.
5: Bring bring him over. Here. Chuck's going to try
2: it for a second. I'll go the full five minutes.
4: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you will, Chuck.
5: It's, it's tinfoil. Uh, make Mike. enough of it. Don't make it teeny-teeny.
0: There we go. You don't want him to choke
5: on it. Shiny side, dull side, doesn't matter. Is that, right? a, good, is that a good size? It's great. great. Want to step in it's front a, of the camera?
4: It's, a, it's sure. about the size of his palm. So Before he, took, he crumpled my, it. my
2: yeah. mic reach over there? It was mic? like three by three. Stay on mic he's here. Gonna,
4: uh It's going to go in front of the camera uh, now for those listening yep. on the podcast. So yeah. I, I crumpled it up. But I'll you're going to want to see this. Uncrimple it. You may yeah. want to just. See how
2: long I last here. It might come right out pretty quick. Fast yeah, forward to
4: the, uh, yeah, right. it up. the video partially through the, uh, almost through the first my hour. Oh.
0: oh,
2: I can go five minutes.
1: <laughs> I'm in.
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
4: Oh, my God. spit it out. Spitters are quitters.
2: I mean, it's it's not great. There's something, <laughs> there's something
4: seriously wrong with that man, and I'd like to have him tested.
5: I, yeah, and that's why I only went. The, the, you know, See,
2: five, yeah,
5: five minutes is not the end of the world. five hundred. Oh. All right, so that's it. it. I think he's the second person ever to actually do the thing. Oh, right. Remember, he ate the scorpion. I ate the scorpion. Yep, we both did. Here we go. That was a good time. Barry ate two stingers. <laughs> okay, number five. The number five way to make a Maduro cigar is painted. Actually painting it on. Uh, It's cooked like the cooking process, but with added food-grade coloring. What? Not used much anymore. This was done during the cigar boom all the time. And sometimes your fingers would get black holding the cigar. Sometimes your lips would turn black. It would actually come off. And what I would do to a cigar that would be like that is I'd wet my finger, and then I'd rub my finger on the tobacco. When somebody gave me a sample or something, see what it is, and rub it on it. When the, when the thing would come off of my hands, I'd say, I'm all set with that.
0: There's still some old-school cigars that were bigger during the boom that still utilized that process that we won't name.
5: Yeah. Really? It's out there. It's out there. But, I mean, it, just about everybody during the boom was doing it because you just <laughs> could not get tobacco. And then to, to find the right high grades of whatever, what it was and go through that process that the demand was so strong, they said, just paint it on, and they would dye it. And that was it. Painting Horrible. process. Pretty gross. So uh, what is our final thoughts here on the La Medoro? Maduro?
0: I'm actually upset that we're going to have to put this down to light up another cigar in the next hour. Yeah, th- this th- is well done. Yeah, there is. is some sweetness. There is some bitter from the roasted coffee. It's just a truly enjoyable Maduro that I think goes both ways on the spectrum. If you like a stronger cigar, you'll enjoy this. If you like a sweeter Maduro, you'll like this as well. Well said. It's perfectly balanced. Yeah, it's yeah. right down the middle as yeah. far as the
4: strength goes. It, it's not overly strong, and everybody knows I, I'm typically a mild cigar smoker. This is a milder Maduro.
5: Meaning, <clears throat> meaning maybe medium.
4: Medium, yeah. It, Strength-wise, yeah. nicotine-wise, it's not very high. It's right down the middle. But lots
5: of flavor. There's lots going on. It's got lots of character. Well, the next hour, we're going to light up a second Maduro. Big-selling Maduro. High-demand Maduro, not a go-to for me, but a go-to for a lot of you out there. That's what we're going to light up in the second hour. Uh, We have two more methods to create Maduro cigars, and we're going to spill the beans on them uh, and talk about notable Maduro cigars to consider what methods are they using. And uh, we're going to light up that second cigar in just minutes. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. You're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
4: And uh, if you happen to be smoking your La Galera Maduro, which is in the care package, I believe. It is. Yes, sir. Always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
2: Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars as Rafael Nodel has traveled to Spain where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Raphael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera.
7: It will have you calling for an upgrade. In a time where humidors are overflowing and retailers' shelves are on the verge of buckling, there is one brand that stands out amongst the rest. Sereno Cigar Company offers four distinct blends. The Connecticut, the Medio, Maduro, and Maduro XX. All aged to perfection. Crafted at the La Corona Cigar Factory in Esteli, Nicaragua, each artfully crafted blend comes to life by the experienced hands of master blender Omar Gonzalez Aleman and industry veteran Anthony Sereno. To create this masterpiece, a combination of hand-selected filler tobaccos from the fertile soil of Estelian and Jalapa are aged for over five years and then draped with a luxurious wrapper leaf to bring you an endlessly complex and majestic experience. A post-roll aging process of two additional years allows the blend to marry, creating unmistakable and ever-changing tasting notes that tantalize the palate, leaving you anticipating each and every drop. Visit serenocigars.com for a list of retailers and you can always find Sereno Cigars available online at twoguyscigars.com. Sereno, a majestic cigar aged. To perfection.
2: You've heard us talking before about the best cigar magazine in the world, Cigar Journal.
5: La Galera Habano. It was 2010 on my 50th birthday. Nick Perdomo from Perdomo Cigars showed up in my office and honored me with a gift. It was a box of cigars. But this box of cigars was not what I expected, one I never saw before, something without the Perdomo name on it. It was my name, Garofalo. Garofalo Cigars has my name on it, but it was blended and created by Perdomo as a gift, a gift of a brand of cigars
1: this yep is the Cigar Authority. That's right, the authority. We can't have anyone freak out out there, okay? On everything cigar. Just too far. In, There's too much to lose. And out of the cigar industry. Keep our holders. With your host, Come on, David Garofalo. On count of three. Name your favorite dinosaur. Don't even think about it. Just name it. Ready? One. Two, three, Velociraptor, Mr. Jonathan. You know what?
2: I respect women. I love women. I respect them so much that I completely stay away from them.
0: Very stuff. What an incredible Cinderella story! This unknown comes out of nowhere. A former
1: keeper now. I'm about to become the Master's Champion. And Chuck Morrison.
6: I'm the dude, so that's what you call me. That or uh, his dudeness or,
7: uh, you know, El Duderino, if you're not into the whole brevity thing. It's
1: time to light him up. Favorite non-pornographic magazine to masturbate to. It's time. Good housekeeping. For the Cigar Authority. Did
5: we just become best friends? Yep. And we are back with our number two broadcasting live from the La Florida Dominicana Cigar Studios. We are the self-proclaimed... Cigar Authority, and we've gone back black, and we are not going back. We're going to light up another one as we talk about the best-selling Maduros out there and some of our favorites. Welcome back, everybody, to The Cigar Authority. That's right, and you're listening to The
4: Cigar Authority, the
5: only radio
4: show in the U.S., and yes, the world, that is always broadcast on location, and we are the only show that doesn't just allow smoking. We insist, we demand that you light up along with us. You tune in at thecigarauthority.com, where you can watch us live, or catch the podcast on demand at any time. Simply find us on iTunes, YouTube, Google Play, or Podbean.com
5: where you can set it and forget it. Okay, the second Maduro cigar we're going to smoke here is the Liga Provada T52. Barry Stein, what do we got?
0: Well, the Liga Provada T52 is meticulously blended over a period of two years. As a follow-up to the companion of the Liga Provada number no. 9 recipe, and the cigar is a complex marriage of seven distinctly aged tobaccos hand grafted by Drew Estate's best torcedores. The Liga Provada T52 features a Connecticut River Valley stall caught and Cured Sun-Grown Habano wrapper over a Brazilian Matafina binder and is concluded with five different filler tobaccos from Nicaragua and Honduras. It ranges in price from a whopping thirteen sixty nine to sixteen
5: ninety nine okay no cheap date here, and you say stock cut meaning instead of taking the leaves off priming by priming and saving so that the top leaves get the most nutrients they 're going to take the whole plant down in one shot, cut the whole stalk, and hang that stalk up in the air, and we witnessed that ourselves, and hang that whole thing up, and that's what they do in the Connecticut broadleaf. The leaves continue to stay alive and thrive
4: off that stalk and pull the nutrients out of that stalk into the leaf for those next couple of days as it's curing, and it's supposed to give them a little bit more juice because a lot of the nicotine is in that central stem, so it supposedly pulls that out and into the leaf,
5: and we'll see. And we'll see. So uh, let's give it a cut and light and see what it's all about. It's time to cut our cigar. The official cutting brought to you by Perdomo Cigars. Perdomo is the brand. While all the other brands were raising prices, Perdomo cut out the federal S-chip tax and actually lowered them. Perdomo Cigars, they stand for quality, tradition, and excellence. Excellence. The foot of the cigar, mocha
0: and brown sugar. The
5: foot, just smelling the foot. Smelling the foot. I'm getting a little barnyard. This is a uh, very popular cigar, despite its high price. Heavy cedar on the drawer. uh, Toothy. I think this is one of the cigars that the demand uh, is higher than the production. Mm -hmm. Yeah, You can't hold on to them for very long. Mm -hmm. So why is this different than the... Liga Pavada number nine? Wrapper.
0: Uh, Primary difference is wrapper. Okay. Uh, number nine is a Broadleaf. This is a cut Habano. cut Habano. Okay. Um, and I believe the binder is different as well.
5: Okay. I haven't had it in a long time, but I remember liking this more than I liked the Liga number nine. Liga number nine being too full bodied, and this one actually a little calmed down from it. Uh, we'll see. And
4: we're going to light our cigar today with the Vertigo. Warrior, this 14 99 beauty features the patented Vertigo big ass tank. He needs to be the one who puts it in front of the camera, I Chuck. Know that, I can't but but reach you're, over. You're selling it, man. All right, go ahead. You guys go, go ahead. I lost my place here. It's got three jets, <laughs> it's got a uh, push out bullet punch, and an easy adjustment wheel at the bottom. The Vertigo Warrior, retailing for 14 99 at fine tobacco retailers across the country. Because I hate my big fat hands. Well, don't show your hands off, just show off the lighter. All right. We asked where you wanted to put the camera. You said you wanted it you right there because you're a diva, no. and it's got to be close to you. You're the star of the show, you said. I didn't say any of that stuff. We're nothing without you.
0: <clears throat> no, you thought it, though. You are Al Castanza. You are the hand model. The hand model. The
2: hand model.
0: Okay. He's going to start coming in wearing oven mats. <laughs>
5: <laughs> I know what to get him for his birthday. <laughs> <laughs> so this is... This is much on that barbecue, burnt ends of the steak tip. Yeah, burnt ends on a barbecue grill, <clears throat> charcoal, barbecued grill, briquette, mm-hmm. and you, you burn the ends of the meat.
4: Little sweetness, like uh, maybe uh, molasses was used in the uh, the brine or the sauce, the barbecue sauce.
2: You guys getting any tin foil at all? No, tissue, just just tissue.
4: Still chewing on that, huh? You, I you, think the do you have fillings? Do you have metal fillings? Yeah, that didn't feel good. No. <laughs> you were selling it earlier, though. Oh, well, this is no oh, problem. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, you got to sell it. As it's, of, as it's arcing sparks in your mouth kind of mistake now. Big time. Yeah. <laughs> See, the thing about having metal fillings is it's not the same metal composite as the no, tinfoil. And no. when you have two metals in a solution... Mm you create electricity. So that's the thing that's so aggravating about tinfoil, especially when you have metal fillings, is you create an electrical yeah. current in your mouth, and it causes saliva, and it's gross.
2: Sean Rogers said uh, we could probably broadcast a radio show. From the, uh... yeah.
5: yeah? Okay. So uh, we left off with painted. We talked about painting. Which uh, one thing was left out. There's a process where
4: they will save the stems, and we've talked about this before for, for making Maduro. You save the stems, you put them in a bucket, you rot them, and eventually that water. uh, Yeah, it's got water in there. So eventually that water turns black and now you've got a natural tobacco dye that is latent with Mm. nicotine. You take dried leaves, you put them in there, the leaves absorb the water, and now you have a painted, but it's painted with tobacco. It's completely natural. But that is about the highest nicotine that you're gonna get because you've now taken the nicotine that's in the leaf and all of the nicotine that's in the stems
5: so you're triple the amount of nicotine. Yeah, now you juiced it up. And you, you smoke them a door and you say they're too strong for me, they're high in nicotine. Not necessarily strong because the strength is going to come from the <coughs> priming of the tobacco in the inside of the, right. of the cigar. So you're mixing high nicotine with yeah. strength, you're not understanding which, one, which one's going. And, and, and I think maybe I dislike high nicotine right. more than strength or... Um, Full flavor. Like, I like full-flavored cigars. I don't like strong cigars, which is typically maybe high nicotine, as we're it. talking this out.
2: Are there consumers that like the higher nicotine content? Yeah.
5: Mm. And, and typically people that were cigarette smokers or chewing tobacco people and stuff, and yeah. they're looking for their cigar fix, and they want high nicotine.
2: I wonder if you could do that first stage, the natural process, and then after that, paint it with that natural dye. That would be a...
5: Yeah. I wouldn't smoke it. Okay, so uh, we're going on to number six. The number sixth way to create a Maduro cigar is pressed. So you wet the tobacco and you put it in a plastic bag and then you compress that, squeezing the oils out of the tobacco while bruising the leaf. So it's a leaf, it, it's bruised. If you ever squeeze a piece of lettuce or something and yeah, notice the
4: lettuce uh, leaf will become. Drop an apple and it turns brown yeah, in that yeah. spot.
5: So you, you're bruising it, uh, and this is a, a quick way to have tobacco, and you'll put it in a, in a vise, basically, press it down, squeeze it, squeeze it. The oils are coming out. You're bruising the tobacco leaf, and now the tobacco got darker and darker as that went on. And it goes, works pretty evenly, too. It does work evenly, yeah. so
4: you're, you're not going to see a lot of color differences in the leaf. A natural Maduro is going to be darker brown in some areas. It's going to be lighter brown in other areas, when you press it you get a pretty even coating because you mush the oils of that leaf out and they get dispersed evenly
5: across the leaves not high nicotine but you end up with a dark cigar yeah so now you have a cigar that did not go through that sugaring process basically it'll be
4: ammoniated most yeah. likely you'll you'll be especially as you get close to the band you'll notice really strong Notes yeah, you, you
5: didn't go through the whole fermenting process of that. Maybe it did to, to the brown to the dark brown leaf that you got, and you're just not happy enough. So you wet it, and you say, "Okay, just press these things." They press them, and now we have Maduro. And. Is, is it tasting the same way? No, it's not. But, again, you may like the way this tastes, whatever brand it is that does this, mm. you may like the way it tastes. Whatever for whatever reason they have chose to do that, it's usually to save time and money. There isn't and is an ask for every
4: seat, and that's why yeah. we carry 1,100. We have 1,100 yeah. open boxes in the store, and different people buy different cigars. It's not right or wrong.
5: Yeah. Um, and the seventh way, the last way that, that I know, and there may be other ways, and listen, I, I'd love to hear them. Uh, I've, I've been to a lot of cigar factories in my life and seen a lot of things and taking note of everything. These are, there's only seven of them that I know of. If there's another way, please go to the Contact Us page. Let us know. We'll tell you next week of another way that a process that's done, but this is uh, all that I know of. is much like the pressed way, but it's actually hand-rubbed. Uh, just much like the pressing method, this is one leaf at a time process that's actually rolled quickly in the hand, just rubbing your hand together with the mm-hmm. tobacco leaf in there. You're bruising it, you're bruising it, and maybe you spend about 30 seconds rubbing it back and forth. You open the leaf up, and now the leaf has got dark. Yeah. And you, you're going to now wrap that cigar in the, uh, around uh, the body of the Cigar without the wrapper, you're going to add that as on a wrapper, and when it ends up drying onto that cigar, you're going to see it's much darker than it was. Those tend them. to be, when you get certain cigars, that uh, the outside wrapper
4: is almost like a shell. Mm. That's kind of what that, that method does. It creates a hard tobacco shell on the outside, and that's one way you can pick that up. Okay. It's not higher in nicotine. There's nothing wrong with it. It's going to burn just fine. It's It's just bruised. It's dark because it's bruised. Probably not aged as long as the other tobacco. So, again, you might end up with a little bit of ammonia
5: toward the end, but not the end of the world. So some notable Maduros to consider, uh, what process they're using as you look at the cigar. Now you're going to look at cigars differently that you've gone through that process. Mm -hmm. And here we're smoking the Liga Pavada T52. So... As, as I look at the cigar and I can feel the cigar on it, you can feel the bumps on yep. there. It's toothy, they call it. That's the, the bumps that are on it. So I would say, no, they're not using the oil method right. that's on it. Um, and um, I see the veins that are in there, so I don't think it's dyed or else the vein would not would show up as black. Mm-hmm. Um it looks like a natural pro- process to me. Now I'm going to look at where the um, ash and the uh, cigar is burning to see if there's any. Um, what do I want to see? You'll see a bubble yeah. right at the
0: the combustion line, which I don't see well, uh-huh. on mine. You can see uh,
4: some oil. Can see it?
5: I think that's the smoke hugging the uh, hugging the leaf there. Well, maybe. Yeah, mine mine's dry, no oil on it. It's a, Yeah, mine's dry too.
4: Yeah. Seems very good. Maybe you're just uh smoking yours a little extra
5: wet today.
2: You gotta keep the lid end out of your yeah. Yeah. That's that's
0: what it is. Ah, so so you gotta we listen say that at the end of the show. show. That's it. I I, I missed that part. <laughs> he tunes out.
5: And and the uh burn that's on here, you see the uh smoke itself is is white. Yeah. So if you saw blue smoke or something, that's another thing right. of right. you know. Big turnoff that happens there. A Toro Fuente Anejo, black, black cigar. Hmm. The Anejo, you don't see that often. It comes around Christmas time and things like that. A very, very dark cigar. I don't know what the process is there. Remember the Camacho Triple Maduro? Yeah. Maduro Rapa Filler Binder. Hmm. Typically, you wouldn't think it could even burn. You know, what is happening with these? You know, they don't even make that anymore, do they?
0: No, don't they th- don't. That's they been don't. discontinued. <laughs> Uh, but Christian Arroyo has the CBT, which is capital uh, tripper. And okay. all of them are Maduro.
5: Okay. See, so something like can't that. You can call it
0: triple Maduro because of
5: right. Camacho, but. I would like to disassemble something like that. Yeah. And look at the tobaccos and see what what happens in something like that. Uh, you mentioned earlier one, my, my personal favorite, La Giana Havana Maduro. Yeah. Which um, is not all that dark. It's not. You know, they've it's gone the as far ground. as they can go, and, and that's it, but. That is, to me, um, a mild cigar with that wrapper that's on it creating that sweetness to it. and You know, not the world's biggest selling cigar because a Maduro cigar smoker is not going to be happy because there's not enough oomph to that. And maybe they have something when they say that because, you know, it's a great cigar, but the Maduro smoker doesn't go to it. And the the milder cigar smoker says, oh, it's a Maduro. It's going to be too strong. And it's not. So, there's a, you know, we're able to sell it because we sell cigars. You know, somebody comes in and we, we can sell it. Telling you can educate them. them right. Yeah. Um, to sit on itself, to sit on the shelf itself, and to sell itself is probably not going to go that easy because the Maduro cigar smoker is going to be turned off to, it's just too mild.
6: Hmm.
5: Um, <clears throat> La Gloria Cubana Maduro. Very, very black. Very, very black. So, I would think something else is going on with that. LFD. Liga Privada number nine. uh, I'd like to have one right next to this to see what what the difference of Liga Privada number nine. Because another one that I think is very very black. But you get into uh, real oscuro, real black black cigars. Think of Onyx. You ever see the Onyx cigar? Burning
4: envelope glue every time I smoke it, and by the every time I mean the one time I smoked it (laughs) on the show.
5: And even darker and blacker than that. You, you can't, you, it, just a leaf I don't think grows this black, is partagous black. It is black. Yeah. So I don't know what goes on with that either. Um, one of my favorites is uh, the Padron 1964 mm. Maduro. Um, now that is, just so everybody knows, the Maduro and the natural is the same exact cigar. The darker leaves become the Maduro, and the lighter leaves become the natural. It's and the same it's cigar. And after they're
4: rolled, they color sort them after. and just lay them out. Yeah. So. It is not uncommon to get batches of Maduro. I think of the Toro because this happens in the Toro all the time. You will get an especially light box Hmm. of Maduro, and we'll get a dark box of natural. And really what we should do is just switch the two because the customer goes, there is no way this is Maduro. But that ended up in that batch. That ended up on the right-hand side being Maduro. And the next time on the left-hand side, the dark natural, it's the same exact cigar.
5: Uh, Perdomo Habano Maduro. Another one. We saw the process. We know that he does yep. it the way he does it. He's, is he's legit. Legitimate way. of do it. That, that's just me noting. You got some stuff there? Yeah. I got a, a list of some Maduros that I like uh, because I do
4: tend to smoke milder cigars. I love the Don Benigno Maduro. It's one of the few times, much like Padron, where I lean toward the Maduro more than the natural. Uh, you mentioned La Giana. We smoked La Galera. Leaf by Oscars Maduro is very good. Yeah. Uh,
5: you got... Now, I, there's a little oiliness to that cigar, Leaf by Oscar. And I, I always said maybe it's the outside wrapper that's covering that, almost letting it still ferment within itself. It's
4: possible. Whatever's it's possible. happening. But the, the burn end. line is so Perfect. true. Yep. There's no blue smoke coming off of yeah. it. I think that that's legit. Uh, asylum.
5: Mm.
4: I'm not smoking the 80 ring gauge one, but the 5x50 Maduro, fantastic. Uh, obviously, we talked about this last week, Byron Disquendito's. Uh, Perdomo, 12-year. You can't get the 12-year double-aged all the time, but you can always get them in the tin. And if I'm going to smoke a Perdomo Maduro, that's the one I go to. Uh, And then you've got Diamond Crown, number four Maduro, which um, is also very good. It's on the milder side. So you mentioned Diamond Crown. I happen to like the Maximus line. Mm. I like that a lot. They don't call that a Maduro, though. They call that a Sun but it's so dark. It's so
0: dark I could classify as Maduro, visually at least. Yeah. Um, I haven't smoked it as often as I should, uh, but if you follow the (coughs) CigarAuthority.com, I recently gave the Pedomo 20th Anniversary of Maduro a very high review. That cigar, to me, was exceptional. Uh, I also like the Nesta Miranda Collection Maduro. Um, Tastes like marshmallows to me.
4: But those are some of the Maduro's I happen to like. I'm looking at the Ash Holes uh, banner in the back. I, almost, I completely forgot the Sereno, the Sereno. Royale X Maduro. Yeah. Absolutely fantastic. Really rides the line like the Byron Disguenditos. It rides the line for me of being too full-bodied for me. But the taste is so exceptional, I go back to it over
5: and over and over. The key on that cigar is to go for the bigger Sereno. The th- yes. The bigger size. It seems to be milder. A little bit, a little bit. And the flavor is exceptional.
7: Hmm.
5: So that's it. Do you tend to go to any Maduro's? Well, Pedro and 64, obviously. I mean, yeah. Um, And I like the Maduro better than the natural because there's more sweetness to it, but it's the same Well, I learned a lot. I
2: I, I frankly was one that would steer away from it, thinking that it was stronger, more nicotine, you know, kind of outside my wheelhouse. Although I do like darker cigars or stronger cigars, I Mm. should say. Um, I've learned a lot today.
0: One Maduro cigar I go to more than a natural, and you're going to be in complete disagreement on this, but the trademark Maduro. From Hammer and Sickle, mm. oh, I
7: forgot about that. Good call, I That's prefer good the one.
0: Maduro over the shade-grown for that cigar. But then again, I'm a guy that likes cigars a little bit stronger. Yeah.
5: The only difference on that cigar is the outside leaf. That's it, Mexican
4: San Andreas, like we <clears> talked
5: which about. W- you know some companies take their Maduro version and they put different tobacco inside the Maduro version to beef it up. Yeah. In this case, he did not do that. Right. He Just changed the band, the, the wrap-up period. Yeah. But the it blend does a not lot. change. It changes. Yeah. Moscow
4: yeah. City, which has. Um, Connecticut broadleaf on the outside. That is one. It really is a little strong for me, but after a big meal, I do enjoy that. It's got the sweetness that you're looking for.
5: Broadleaf wrapper, I believe. Yes. So for all the people who said talk about cigars on the next Cigar Authority show, we talked about cigars, right? You got some information about cigars? So when
4: you're done mm-hmm. listening to that you want to wake up, we're going to do our regular dick and fart yeah. jokes for the next
5: <laughs> We spend 30 uh, minutes
0: hour. about urinary issues, there the next go.
5: hour
4: about cigars. And...
5: There we go. So right, right now let's find out what's up in the cigar world with Barry Stein. It's
4: time for What's, what's up? up in the Cigar World, brought to you by Recluse Cigars. You want to know what's up? Recluse Cigars is what's up. Voted the 2015 Cigar of the Year is the Recluse Amadeus Reserva Habano. Every Recluse cigar goes through eight, count them, eight fermentation cycles over the course of two full years. They are box-pressed and rolled N2 bar for a perfect draw every time. If you haven't done it yet, be sure to try a Recluse cigar today. This week's story, a study published
0: by the New England Journal of Medicine that was partially funded by the U.S. Food and Drug Administration the FDA, and it's concluded something we already knew that didn't cost taxpayers money, and that is that children in America are not smoking handmade premium cigars. Get out! shocking, isn't Get it? Get
5: out! You mean we're not marketing to children?
0: <laughs> According no to wonder
5: th- why so many have never come in here.
0: According to the numbers, 0.2% of youths in America, classified as those under 18, consider themselves cigar smokers. No word, though, how many of that 0.2% actually knew the difference between a Phillies and a premium cigar. Right.
4: Because the number is zero. <laughs> zero. Other than the sting operations, I have never had to turn someone away from purchasing a cigar because of their age. Right, because it They'll never They check happens. the ID, and they're 18, they're 19. That's mm-hmm. what the age is in New Hampshire is, 18. So they're 18, and they come in because they're excited to buy their very first cigar. Yeah.
0: Well, the warm weather has arrived here in the cold weather states, and that means the shipment of nationwide releases have begun. Some notable releases, La Aurora's 1903 Cameroon, Drew Estate's Swamp Thane, the Arroya 20-Year Colorado, something, Aroa. I'm, Aroa, something I'm looking forward to, should be arriving this week. And also arriving this week should be the second 2017 TAA release, and that's Angel's Anvil from Crown Heads. The yeah. Angel's Anvil. Thus, TAA. IPCPR has announced the 2018 trade show will remain in Las Vegas and take place at the Las Vegas Convention Center once again, although the dates have yet to be determined. And each week we keep you appraised of states looking to raise the tobacco purchase age to 21. The move to raise the state purchase age in New York has cleared its first hurdle, passing the Health Committee hearing, and there are certain parts of New York State that are already at 21 so we're keeping an eye on the state, and that's
4: What's Up in the Cigar World. What's Up in the Cigar World was brought to you by Recluse Cigars. The Recluse Amadeus Habano Reserva uses grade A Ecuadorian Habano wrapper, a San Andreas binder, a Dominican Lajero, Seco, and Pennsylvanian Broadly filler tobaccos, which create a blend we call the cigar of the year. Recluse Cigars is. What's up?
5: Speaking of passing, I'm passing a kidney stone. Mm-hmm. Is it getting hot in here?
4: Yes. It is warm in here. Right. So it's, that's not just you.
5: I'm breaking into a fever. Yeah, no, you're,
2: I can see sweat on your forehead. Wow, yes. man.
4: We'll just turn the AC on.
0: <laughs> but, but it is a little warm.
4: I'm taking right, my where, jacket off. Where are you
2: at on the scale 1 to 10? I'm at about a 7. All right.
5: I'm about a
4: for 7. The, for the average person, that would be a 3. But for the, yeah, uh, yeah, the
5: opposite, I would say. I would say the opposite, but I'm, it's good that you're, you guys are getting warm too. Because
4: you were getting nervous. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be happening right now. It's getting hot. I let a little leaked out, and I felt it clank. Oh my gosh! <laughs>
5: so, what are your thoughts here? This is Liga Pavada T52. <laughs> I'm pleasantly surprised. I was. I, 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 it's been a while since I had it, and I was expecting a lot more power. It's very good. Yeah, very I, good.
2: I find this to be milder than the La Galera for sure. Um,
5: I'm this on is will do a, a barbecue cigar while I'm barbecuing. Yeah. 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 It's, a,
4: it's honestly, I'm about a third of the way through, and it's getting to be a little too strong for me. I can feel it in the pit of my stomach just starting.
5: Oh, I thought so that was my kidney stone. I'm going to
4: <laughs> I'm gonna have to slow down a little bit on it, but uh, not bad. Very barbecuey, like you're saying. Yeah. A, lot of, a lot of smoke production, and it has a smoky component to the smoke.
0: I you know I hate to, to say I agree with Jonathan, but you I hate always it. hate to. You hate I to hate to it, it when you agree don't with ha- me as well. Don't I, hate it. I, I agree with Jonathan. Embrace There's it. really not much more to say.
2: I'm getting a a dark chocolate on the finish, like
4: the after. That could be the tin foil. <laughs> no, lick the tin foil one <laughs> more time. Something like
0: lint chocolate, like that 88 like another... c- percent cacao or whatever they call it, like a straw. Yeah, I, yeah.
2: I, I, I get that. You Get that a little bit yeah. of the finish. Yeah. Cacao.
5: Okay. Let's go to break. And when we come back, an unbelievable story from the asylum. It's not even true, but he's going to say it anyway. Gentleman Chuck Morrison is going to get debonair. Classic three-way. Barry's going to win. Of course. We're live from Two Guys Smoke Shop in Salem, New Hampshire. We're smoking Maduros, and we're live. And you're listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network.
2: Smoky Joe's is changing the dress code when it comes to enjoying a premium handmade cigar. Using the finest materials of velvet and silk, their smoking jackets are made for a lasting impression. Smoky Joe's has fitted the likes of Smokey Robinson, James Brown, Sammy Davis Jr., and now they want to fit you, too, with a smoking jacket. Proudly designed and manufactured in the USA, Smoky Joe's invites you To feel the inspiration of fashion from an era where clothing was designed using only the finest materials and craftsmanship. Smokey Joe's Clothing continues to be a story of America at its best. Innovation, hard work, and fearless enterprise. When you light up the best, smoke it while wearing the best. Smoking Joe's Smoking Jackets, available at SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com. That's SmokeyJoe'sClothing.com. Be sure to tell them the Cigar Authority sent you.
5: rough rider cigars the following
0: message is brought to you by drew estate drew estate the rebirth of cigars in the new drew diplomat app join me barry stein from the cigar authority on drew diplomat as you know i am quite partial to liga provider number nine from drew estate so join me for a liga and share your experience with drew estate and while you're at it, don't forget to check into Two Guys Smoke Shop on the Drew Diplomat app. Drew Diplomat is now available for the iPhone and Android. To learn more about Drew Diplomat, visit drewdiplomat.com. That's drewdiplomat.com. You must be at least 21 years of age, or older, and
2: a resident of the United States, including DC, to be eligible for membership in this program. Other terms and conditions apply.
1: Surgeon General warning: Cigars are not a safe alternative to cigarettes. Founded in 1989 by Mariana and Nestor Miranda, Miami Cigar and Company proudly celebrates their 25th anniversary with the release of their flagship brand, the Nestor Miranda Collection. Made in Esteli, Nicaragua by Don Pepin Garcia, the collection is available in three distinct wrappers aimed to please even the toughest critic. Nestor Miranda Collection. You only get one life. How will you live yours?
5: Jose Dominguez, Jose Dominguez, Jose, Jose, Jose Dominguez.
4: What the hell are you doing? I'm Writing a commercial for Jose Dominguez. Well, what you should be doing is talking about how good they are. That Jose Dominguez makes millions of cigars for other people, but saves the best tobaccos and the best blend for his namesake jose dominguez not singing a song if that's what you think you're doing what i am
5: doing is creating what is known as a donut hey nobody's going to take away your donut no a donut in a commercial is when it starts with a jingle and then the information comes in and then ends with the song again the information is the filling of the donut why does everything you talk about
4: have to center around food and usually donuts i don't know
5: In
6: 1848, in honor of the English poet Lord Byron, a cigar brand named Byron was first created. Through three centuries, Byron has gone through many hands, but today it is back with the family that first created them. Returning to the early days, now the brand, in a very limited quantity, is produced in a small factory in Costa Rica. Nelson Alfonso offers three Byron blends honoring all three centuries of Byron, Siglo 19, Siglo 20, and Siglo 21. Other cigars sit in an aging room for 60 days, but every Byron cigar sits in an aging room for a period of at least one full year. Then, and only then, into ultra-luxurious porcelain jars and state-of-the-art cigar humid tubes packaging. Sure, Byron's packaging is unique and costly to produce, but nothing else will do for a cigar of this quality and taste. Byron Cigars. Cigars of poetry. Sophisticated. Byron. Bubbles, Bubbles.
5: I'm Jr. Dominguez. Thank you for listening to the Cigar Authority on the United Cigar Detailers Radio Network. Bubbles? Is that what he say? Bubbles? <laughs> Bubbles, Bubbles? Bubbles. Bubbles. We're back live Bubbles, Bubbles. from the Ford Dominicana Cigar Studios smoking Maduro cigars right now to T52 by Liga Pavada. Welcome back, everybody, to the Cigar Authority.
4: We should call him. We should nickname him Bubbles when he's up next time, and he'll be like, what, what's that all about? And then when he's on, Chuck will play Bubbles. it, um, and he'll <laughs> say, Bubbles, Bubbles. 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 What's he say? Like bubbles, bubbles. Bubbles, bubbles. Bu- like quickly, like, quickly.
2: I had to keep it in there, so when we sat down to record that, you know, doing a mic check, and his mic check was...
5: Bubbles, bubbles. Hey, do you ever hear the, the comedian, I think he's a British comedian, and he has words of songs? Yes, I yes. saw that on, I saw that on <laughs> yes. Facebook.
4: It's a riot. It's a riot. Is he you you uses do. an old-school Walkman, and he's yeah. playing it through the yeah. microphone. But he
5: says, imagine they say this in that song, and then plays it, and they do, but...
4: Well, because he's mouthing it. That's, he forces you to hear it. It's, it's a, pretty awesome. It's a hypnotic trick. It's good.
5: It's great. Uh, okay, so what do you think? Liga Pavada, T52. Uh, this is by Drew Estates, and this was their basically stepchild of the Liga number 9 that they couldn't keep up with. Yeah. They came out with this. They came out with this before they came out with the Undercrown, I that, believe, that right? That is correct. So then they couldn't keep up with this. Then they put out Undercrown, and I guess things are going well yeah, for them. The story
0: with the Undercrown is that they couldn't stop their rollers from smoking the number nines. Oh, God. Wow. So they came up with a cigar utilizing the same blend as the number nine but different primings within the cigar.
5: That's the story okay. that they came up with. And they're with. sticking to it. Yes. So that's what the story is. This
4: is something that I probably wouldn't go to if I, and I do have a couple in my humidor and I just keep skipping over them because I know that it's going to be too strong. Maybe in 10 years, I'll light one up, and it'll be a different thing.
5: I'm pleasantly surprised, to be honest. I, I can see myself out there barbecuing and smoking the cigar.
4: Uh, I had to I had slow way down. Yeah. It's not I mean, that it's bad. It tastes good. It yeah. just, it's, I'm, see, I'm feeling I, I felt it in my like, chest and my stomach.
5: I felt like the
2: La Galera was stronger.
0: Mm. Yeah. Uh, not for me. I'm going to follow this up with the Garofalo Maduro
5: afterwards. Oh, there you go. Too oh strong for God.
4: me. Too strong for me. Yeah, that thing has balls. I
5: like it. My name's on it, and I can't do it. <laughs> I that can't thing is not as do strong
4: it, I think that's as strong as kilo. I get a headache about two inches in that just will not go away until I stop smoking.
0: Every I, puff. I, I haven't tends had a headache, in. but I'll say I'll agree with you on the strength
5: factor. It's way up there. <clears> up there, <throat> man. While you're enjoying life so it's full, it's it's important to be debonair. How to be more debonair and gentlemanlike is gentleman, Chuck Morrison. You need a gentleman?
3: Gentleman. Gentleman. You need a gentleman? (laughs) You wouldn't want to call me. Gentleman. Ladies,
6: fasten your seatbelts, switch on your electronic devices, and pump up
2: the volume. You need a gentleman? And this right here is The Gentleman's Way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. Debonair Cigars. Provide its clients with... Wait for it. Suspension of reality. Time spent smoking a debonair can never be subtracted from one's life. Today, gentlemen, when you can't take the call. If you receive a phone call you're unable to take in that moment, do not, and I repeat, do not just send the call to voicemail. Commi- Oops. Communication is key. With today's technology, you can easily send a pre-written text message that says... Sorry, I can't talk right now. Or you can quickly shoot off a message such as, I'm in a meeting, call you back.
4: There is an exception to the rule, of course. The annoying friend that you shouldn't have given your number to.
2: And that is if you don't recognize the number or, as Jonathan said, simply someone you don't like or (laughs) have no interest in talking to. But when the person calling is a loved one, colleague, or friend, and you're unable to take their call, never Please just send them the voicemail without communicating that you can't talk right now, and we'll call them back.
4: How do you do
5: you, you automatically do it?
4: Well, you, you have an iPhone and I have an iPhone. It, there's a setting on it. When you click to it, decline the call, it has a thing. Would you like to send a text message? And they're pre-written. And it has five Sorry, different can't answers. can't talk right
2: now. Call you right back. You're an immediate.
4: idiot. Leave me alone. You know, all of those. Yeah. Yeah. Those are on mine, I pre wrote those.
5: You gotta show me.
2: Yeah, it's pretty good. But again, guys, here's the thing. It's easy to do, easy not to do. The difference, gentlemen, it's called being debonair.
5: I I feel bad to click the side of the thing. I'm in a meeting and I never interrupt. Yeah. So I I let it continue to buzz. I'm always on
2: buzz. Yeah. So if it's Laurie calling or something, you're like, Oh, I'm being a jerk, she thinks I'm ignoring her, well now you can just quickly shoot off a message. Sorry, can't talk right now, in a meeting. We'll show you how to do it. It's pretty good. Yeah. And again, it's called being debonair. But guys, it's Gentleman's way. It's brought to you by Debonair Cigars and Rum. The question always is, are you debonair enough?
4: My problem is that my phone number is on my website, so I get a lot of whack jobs that call me.
5: So I'm um, I'm in the emergency room, mm-hmm. trying to pass a kidney stone, and people called, and lots of calls happen. Not just because it was just, just work. during work yeah. workday. Yeah. And all these things came in and. and including important phone calls. And before you know it, I mean, it was, a, it was a rough day all around. And then the next day, I totally forget about who ends up calling because
6: yeah. something
5: else is on my mind as was going on. And the next day, getting back and saying, listen, I was in the hospital passing a kidney stone. I'm sorry I didn't get back to you, blah, 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 blah. I got a
4: debonair play for you, Chuck. What do you got, sir? Uh, do not mm. text someone a picture of your hospital wristband mm. If the hospital wristband doesn't have the name of the hospital so that they can find you and don't have to Google every number on the stupid wristband to figure out what hospital you're at because they don't know if you contacted anyone else except for them. Because you send people into a panic that way.
2: You didn't know what hospital you were at? You just took one? Day? No,
4: he's driving for home from Seabrook. Yeah. I'm literally ready to Google every single hospital and call them all and say, hey, this is uh, Mr. Garofalo's son. Yeah. Did he, by the way, did he check in today because he's gone off the radar? Right. Has his appendix burst? Yeah. How long have you two been married? You sound like the angry wife. No, because he texts me. <laughs> I am angry now. He yeah. texts me, having severe pains in my stomach, going to have it checked out with a picture of the hospital wristband. So he's in some random and, hospital, and, that was, and I can't find him.
5: And, that, and I thought it was on there, and that's why I said you all, know,
4: yeah. all your information.
2: It was smart to do actually. Yeah, yeah. All
4: Except your you didn't read the wristband. That's
5: I couldn't, two read, feet anything, yeah. I couldn't read anything, man. I couldn't read anything. I was doubled over. It was crazy, crazy. It's not passed yet. I still have this thing. So don't be yelling at me. I'm still yeah, easy, going to Drink your cranberry juice. It's gone. Shudder. It's gone. <laughs> you know how much I drank. <laughs> <laughs> <Wait>. <laughs> It's time to take a peek into the asylum from our friends at Asylum Cigars. Coming to take me away, haha. They're coming to take me away,
2: ho ho,
3: hee hee, to the
2: funny farm where life is beautiful all the time. And I'll be happy to see those nice young men in their clean white coats. And they're coming to take me away, ha-ha!
4: It's time for news from the insane asylum. Odd and sometimes historic news stories that are too insane to be true, or are they? Brought to you by Asylum Cigars Take No Prisoners. Asylum Cigars are truly flavorful, medium-bodied Nicaraguan cigars with sizes ranging from 4x44 to the absolutely insane 8x80. That's right. That's Asylum. Boys, nobody knows exactly how many traffic tickets are actually issued annually. In fact, many local governments deliberately hide this information so they don't have to split their traffic ticket revenue with the state. Not including parking tickets, we can estimate that somewhere between 25 and 50 million traffic tickets are issued each year. Now, assuming that the average ticket costs uh, about 150 bucks, the total upfront profit from tickets ranges from 3.75 to 7.5 billion. That's
5: billion with a B doll- dollars. Gross. That's not net gross. Because what are you paying the cop to give you the ticket? A lot, a lot.
0: And here in New Hampshire, the cops are out in full.
5: In the processing, there. and then it goes to court and fighting. But okay, so uh, hold on.
2: Quick story: Kids were on vacation this past week, the week before. So I interrupt, but this is relatable. Drove them to school. There was a cop that had someone pulled over at this four-way intersection. Drop them off at school. I come back, and I have to go straight to this intersection to get a Dunkin' Donuts, get my coffee. Same cop, different car. The second car pulled over in a ten-minute window here. I get my coffee, and I'm now coming back the same intersection, and he had a third car pulled over. He's earning. This is in a span of a good 25, years How about catch the bad time. guy? Right? Well, here's the interesting just thing. He hit his quota that day. That blew my hair back.
4: This guy by the name of Mats, that's M-A-T-S, that's his first name, Jarlstrom, did a little math and figured out that the state of Oregon was playing fast and loose with their yellow light timing, causing an oh. uptick in people running Ooh. red lights. They shortened the yellow light time from the normal amount, which isn't disclosed, to a shorter time, so more people are running red lights, triggering the traffic cam, taking a picture of their license plate, and getting a ticket mailed, which is what happened to his wife. Uh, his math saved his wife from having to pay her fine, but it got maths some national exposure. Having your scam to, on the public revealed to the nation didn't sit so well with Oregon, so they first threatened to fine him for engineering without a license. And when that oh, didn't God. shut him up, they fined him $500. For doing some basic math and standing at some stoplights with a stopwatch. And what's the crime for that? He was engineering without a license, is what they're saying. Uh, the five hundred dollars <laughs> fine comes by way of the Board of Examiners for Engineering and Land Surveying. Matts is now suing the board good. over his fine, good, citing his constitutional right to do basic math any damn time he wants. Amen. That's insane. That's that is asylum. asylum.
7: They're, coming and 100%
4: away, true. Ha,
1: they're coming to
4: take me away. true. That is nuts.
2: You said this was in North and Korea.
5: Serve and protect. To serve and protect. That's the job. The not, state, not revenue.
4: The state is trying to rip off its constituents. If that's a word, I think that's a word. Well,
0: one could say they're they're serving the state and protecting the budget.
4: They're serving something. Somebody's getting detect. paid, and it's not the people that have to pay those ridiculous, ridiculous fines. And that's just that one guy. Kim? Is, is that his name? Matt's. Oh. That's just the one guy deciding, you know what? Yeah, he's I'm, just
2: out there. It's public property.
4: I, I want to take this ticket to court, and I want to have, have my day in court with my wife and crew. I'm all
5: for the cops, man, but. It is a line, man.
4: Like, well, like is isn't the bad guys, all right? This isn't the police doing it. The, the cameras are set up, and they're very expensive, and in order, order to justify at the state level. On the budget, they've got to be able to generate enough revenue
5: with these cameras oh, to justify having the cameras in place. You know what you got to love in the Dominican Republic the the stop the um, stop signs the, are optional. optional. No, the red lights <laughs> yeah. have timers built onto them. Oh, That's nice. Cuba. And, Cuba. Cuba and the Dominican also. Dominican too. So huh? a countdown wow. all the way till it's time, which is almost like a the race cars. You know, yeah. five, four, three, two, one, <laughs> <laughs> But on the other side, they're seeing it that that, you know, you got a yellow light and it's showing you three, two, like hit it. And it's all timed. And that was probably,
2: well, it would probably hurt their numbers actually for it. Maybe that's why they don't have it. Yeah. Because for would. me, I mean, the yellow light, it's green. I don't know. Speed <laughs> and up they, and go faster.
5: It's not red. It's, it's not yellow. That's right. Well, it's I, hit it, right? That's hit right. It. And it,
2: it, but it was a timer.
4: Yeah. I'd know and I'd probably. Also the timing for when the car breaks the plane, you know, that they've got the. Radar thing. Yeah. So when the car breaks through the radar or the laser, and the yellow light is there, mm. and the tail of the car is still technically in that zone, yes. And then the traffic light clicks, and boom, you get the picture of the guy's license plate. He didn't really run a red light, but because of where his car was, oh, they got a lot of gray areas. And the state of Oregon is generating an awful lot of revenue. And I would be willing to bet the rest of the country is doing the same.
0: Just an interesting note, at least to me, on that camera thing. Um there was a rep up here He used to work for a couple different companies, Taylor Douglas Hall. Yeah. And he has a license plate that he got a ticket in the mail, but the photograph of the ticket had a hyphen in it, and his plate doesn't have a hyphen in it. So he's now fighting with the state of Massachusetts Good. that that wasn't his car, even though the state's saying it's his car, but they're ignoring the fact that there was a hyphen in the picture, and his plate does not have said hyphen.
5: It's not my license right. plate. So right? he's
0: in a huge battle with the state right now to Would it- acknowledge that.
5: And, and huge battle. I mean, what, what are you talking? What's the fine? $100 fine? It was,
0: uh, I think it was an easy pass fine, so I don't know what the easy pass fine is. So. $2? $2? <laughs> yeah.
5: So this is newsworthy. Yep. Uh, but it just
0: shows that they don't care. Local rep
5: charged
0: no. $2 for <laughs> going through a toll.
5: Yeah, think of, you know, and, then wh- and the reason why I brought up um, gross dollars is because what do you spend to try to create yeah. making $100? What is the cost?
2: $99. Mm-hmm. And
5: 99 cents. The the unfortunate thing is it's probably hundreds of dollars. Mm. They lose money collecting it. Right. You know, a lot of these things, it loses money to collect whatever Mm -hmm. they're doing. As I say, the tobacco, lots of the tobacco taxes that happen, they lose money collecting it. costs them more to collect it Mm -hmm. than they were actually revenue bringing anyway. uh, Who is the champion here on the Classic 3-Way? That would be... Jonathan, wasn't I think it last it's, week? I think it's me. Yeah, I think Jonathan last wow. week. Okay, it's time for the Classic Three-Way, brought to you by Classic Cigars. You've heard of epic rap battle
4: but now it's time for the epic battle
1: wow
7: it's kind of intimidating to
1: be in the presence of so many great athletes
4: for this day
1: tell anyone about this I'll fucking kill you
4: I'm kidding I'm kidding in classic history it
1: is looking at you kid
4: brought to you by classic cigars
1: nervous
4: yes all classic cigars are handmade and imported from the Dominican Republic and every cigar is priced under get this under three dollars per cigar
0: Yes, baby! That I came from yeah!
4: Choose any blend, including the classic Connecticut for its mild and smooth taste, the classic Maduro for its bold and spicy flavor, or the classic Cuban for its sweet, sun-grown, and nutty overtones. That's undertones, you idiot. Whichever classic you choose, it's a classic cigar. Available at twoguyscigars.com. That's twoguyscigars.com. Celebrate today with a classic cigar.
5: Today, April 29th, Mr. Jonathan, it's Willie Nelson's birthday. Love Willie Nelson. Country singer, activist, poet, songwriter, actor who helped create Farm Aid. Also, he's written many country hits. Turn out the lights. The party's over, Willie. Willie Nelson's birthday today. What year was he born? 1938. 38, he says. 34. 34. Ooh, 43. 43. You're all over. Oh, damn it. 33. You said 34. Oh. It was 33. You were very close, very Barry. Close.
0: And I always did Duck 2, and I didn't do it this time. Well,
5: ah, oh, we we're learning something here. Here we go. Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different Barry Stein. <laughs> Today is Uma Thurman's birthday. Uma Thurman. Just like Buddy Harvey. Movie actress, best known for her performance in Pulp Fiction and Kill Bill. She took home a Golden Globe Award for Best Actress in a role in the 2003 Historical Blindness. Uma Thurman. 1961. 61. Wow, 51. 51. 68 for two points. 68 for one point. 70. Mr. Jonathan gets one point. He's on the board. Chuck Morrison. Ready. Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah.
7: Goal, Jerry. Stand
5: up comedian, Skulls. producer, actor, writer, co created and starred in the sitcom Seinfeld and ran on NBC for nine years. Also, one of the most popular television comedians of all time. In 2012, he began an internet comedy series, Comedians in Cars Getting Coffee, where he chats with other comedians. Jerry Seinfeld, born today, what year? 1961. 61. 55. 55. That's what I have, 55. 55. You're all over. 54. Really? 54. And this goes to Mr. Jonathan, who is our leader right now. Michelle Pfeiffer. Michelle Batman. Pfeiffer. She was Catwoman. Movie actress who starred really? in Batman Returns, World and What Lies Beneath. She also appeared in Hairspray, Witches of Eastwood. She won Miss Orange Beauty Pageant. She received lots of attention for her role in Scarface. Michelle Pfeiffer. One today, what year? 1958. 58. 65. 65. Jeez, 52. 52. Somebody's got two points. Mr. Jonathan, 58. He's on a roll. He is. Three to zero to zero. How many questions? Two left. All right, all right. Need all right. two and a one for a tie, two and a two to win. Virtually uncatchable. <laughs> this goes to Barry, Barry Stein. Stein.
4: One of us have to catch him
5: now. Oh, yeah, we're going to catch him. Dale Earnhardt, the late, great race car driver, legendary Winston <sighs> Cup NASCAR driver won seven Winston Cup championships as well as the Daytona (coughs) 500. Dale Earnhardt. I got 1938. Hold on.
0: 1947. 47.
2: 33. 33.
5: 47, Chuck Morrison. It's 51. You get a point. You're on the board. Two points for a tie. That's right. I'm pulling for you to get two points. No, I'm going. Shut me out. and <laughs> <laughs> yeah. gets you as well. And who's this too? Myself. Okay, last one. Andre Agassi. Ah, tennis player. Tennis player. Former tennis star who won all four Grand Slam titles, including the Australian Open four times. He married tennis superstar Steffi Graf, and he was inducted into the International Tennis Hall of mm-hmm. Fame. Andre Agassi. Born today what year Charlie Dave? He was born for two in
2: 1961.
4: 61. Playing it safe right here 1940.
5: 40. 68. 68 for the Point Barry Stein 1970. If you didn't get it he would have got two but he still would have won but you're on the board I had 3 70 to, deducted one two. to 1 to 1 Lehu Assers. That's it. Mr. Jonathan our champion once again. Boom. You're on
4: a roll. All right, the following message was submitted through the contact us page of the cigar And Leon writes, Hello, good sir. First of all, thank you for replying back. I know you did not have to, and thank you for reading my question on the air. Please tell David I am not gay, and tell Barry I am not a snowflake. Just a fellow brother of the leaf that has an opinion like everyone else. The show is great, man. Of course, Barry exits on after three letters come in about his jokes and low-hanging fruit. I must say, it does make Barry who he is on the show. I don't know if that's good or bad, Barron. Neither do I. But his opinion, you know what they say about opinions. Uh, on a different note, how does one join the Care Package crew? What would you recommend for one pairing a Zinfandel with? Uh, if I enjoyed full-bodied cigars, and Barry, watch Barry, it. Barry, Barry, watch it. I'm going to mute you. Yeah, <laughs> low-hanging fruit right there. Uh, as far as the
6: yeah.
4: as far as go. the care package goes, it is sold out right now. It is.
5: And uh, if it does open, you got to just keep listening to the show. And believe it or not, a couple people have got out because we have so so many at this point. So we're close to a thousand. We could open it up and let a few people in if. The thing to think about. So stay tuned. Stay tuned. We could let a few more in and, like, open it up for an hour one day or something. Now, as far as pairing
4: goes, a Zinfandel is typically a lighter-bodied wine, and you like fuller-bodied cigars. So the cigar is going to overpower that wine. You're going to want to go with a fuller-bodied wine or a milder cigar. What do you think about that, Barron's?
0: I have no comment because I would not be quite (laughs) dead drinking a Zinfandel.
2: You're absolutely correct. Yeah, absolutely correct. Mild cigar, I would say Connecticut Shade, probably something
4: like that. You know,
5: there's good Zins, though. It's
4: not. Yeah. It's not a. Listen, Zinfandel's fine. My daughter loves it, but she's not <laughs> smoking full-bodied cigars with it.
5: So that's. Sorry, Leon. Leon's a good dude. Ah, you got your taste. Some- listen. Drink what you want. Leon. Why, do you make, why do you make a point to say he's not gay? Because,
4: because <laughs> Hugh made some comment the week that he wrote in.
5: Yes, we we, we
0: were, went after him, and yes. oh really? Yeah. We didn't go after him. You oh. went after him, and yeah. Dave
5: just made a comment. <laughs> Gotta be careful of my comments. Gotta be careful what you say nowadays. But you know?
4: I'm glad Bill he O'Reilly doesn't have a job it's anymore. Gonna, oh, God. Listen, got him a good, s- he's got a good sense of humor. Was it?
2: Did we talk about this where he got fired? Where he received the news? Do you know where he was? No, Bill O'Reilly. Yeah. He's at the Vatican. He's oh, at the okay. Vatican. Really? <laughs>
4: oh, no kidding. <laughs> yeah. Of all places. <laughs> we'll do it live. Yeah. We'll all do right. Do it live. Uh, I'm loving
2: the League of Parada here, guys. It's uh, it, For some reason, it's changed on me for, for the better uh, as I'm about eh, just before the halfway mark. You know, one
5: person, I don't know if you have his thing that says we didn't do a certain cigar because we're doing it next week. Do you have that email? I idea. do. You had said something I to do. me that... Here we go.
4: All right, give me that. Uh, Message submitted through the Contact Us page of thecigarauthority.com. I don't see a name attached to this. We just got a letter. I'm going to punch you. (laughs) Love the show, guys, but we need an old Fart Freddy fix. It's been too long, and they were so funny, we need
5: a cameo every once in a while. So some manufacturer out there, do you want to sponsor it? Come on in if you want to do it. It's being asked for. Uh, Maybe you want your cigar asked for also. That would be the, the pitch, I would say. Go ahead. Also, what do you guys have against Fuente? It just
4: dawned on me the other morning that I've been listening to the podcast for a few years now, and I never hear any Fuente reviews. Hmm. Do you guys have something against Fuente products? Just not. wondering. The only time I recall them ever being mentioned is when you guys had the consolidation discussion. Uh, being from Tampa, the Cigar City, I have a soft spot for Fuente
5: products. Well, next week we are bringing on Brad Javis. Jarvis. 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 From uh, Fuente, because next week is the the birth date of the late, great Carlos Fuente Sr. Mm. So he passed away on us last year, and uh, we're going to celebrate his life next week. And Brad's going to come on. Brad also knows everything about scotch. Oh, he's good. So we're going to drink some scotch in his honor. He'll tell us about the scotch. Sounds like a good time to me. Here we go. And we're going to smoke a uh, cigar. Um, I believe we have a cigar from the care package. Yes. Yes, Fuente. The Fuente 858. 8. Yes. So, Doesn't well,
0: ship till Monday, so everybody got a little sneak ah, peek. Ah,
5: jeez, I just <laughs> let you know. Okay. So, uh, one of the cigars is the Toro Fuente 858. 8. Very interesting 858. 8. We'll explain to you what that means. You know, some, some cigar brands are 8 898s, and that's how it's packaged in the box. Eight on the top row, nine on the second row, eight on the third row. 898 8 box. It's the style of a box, and there's brands out there that are called 898 this is 858 and it's not the way the cigar is packaged we'll tell you about that and a lot about the fuente family and there's plenty to it you know do we have anything negative to say no we have No nothing there's been positive. there's
4: been a few times more than a few times that they've been scheduled to be on and yeah. for whatever reason last minute it gets canceled and what ends up happening is unless the cigar went out in the care package we don't have to smoke that cigar that week and it gets put on the back yeah. burner so to speak until they're ready and if no date gets picked for the next time they're on we just hold off because you don't want to smoke the same cigar over and over again. Unfortunately, with Fuente, it ended up being a little while. But we had Cynthia Fuente on a couple of years ago yes. at the uh, um, anniversary, anniversary party. party. Uh, we've had
5: Carlito on, yeah, uh, on the at the anniversary party. So seven years, we got everybody covered, I yeah. think. But uh, if we're missing anybody, throw it at us or something. But uh, you asked for it, you got yeah, it. Yeah, to make up for, we're smoking not one but two. There we go. Okay, so next week, <laughs> tickets go on sale for Two Guys' 32nd anniversary party. We are going to uh, be live while that's happening. If you want to be part of it, come by Two Guys Smoke Shop and get your ticket um, because it will sell out. Um, we will celebrate the birth date and the life of the late, great Carlos Fuente Sr. with his Northeast rest, Brad Javis? Jarvis. 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 There's an R there. Just an R, the right. Just pronounce the R. I, just, just keep skipping that out. I and mean, Brad Jarvis will be here with us. We're going to do scotch and cigars and Carlos Fuente Senior. So until then, you've been listening to The Cigar Authority on the United Podcast Network. And if you happen to be smoking your Liga Pravada T52
4: Toro, always remember to keep the lid end out of your mouth.
1: You can call 888-2-CIGAR-2. That's 888-2-CIGAR-2 or on the web at two twoguyssmokeshop.com. The best place to buy cigars anywhere is Two Guys Smoke Shop. It's stogie heaven. With a choices, stogie heaven.